Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is episode eight. Yes, this is episode eight of the Quarter Past Three podcast. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, I, I don't know, guys. I I, th- I guess, yo, every episode, I'm going to start it off by pointing out how far behind I am until I'm caught up. So I, I'm pretty sure we're in like week. Uh, oh, man, I should have put my phone on silent. Did you know that one 18 inch pizza has more pizza than two 12 inch pizzas? All right. Those are the type of text messages I get. Um, I'm putting this on silent. Yes, I knew that because I worked at Domino's. All right. Um, yeah, I'm like a month and a half behind right now. I th- I'm pretty sure I'm a month and a half behind. <sighs> I don't know. I'm a mess. I'm a whole fucking mess. I'm a, I'm a level ten mess. I really don't know what my problem is. I, uh, you know what? No, I'm. I know what the problem is. I'm gonna put the blame on something else. That's what I've been doing my whole life. This this virus is not giving me anything to talk about, and I'm pretty sure you guys don't want to hear me talk about the news because at that at like you might as well just listen to the fucking news at that point. So. What is there to talk about? Um, I can't really talk about sports because all ESPN is playing right now is like 2K. <laughs> I can't, there's actually people tuning in to, to ESPN to watch professional basketball players play video games. It's The world is it's a fucking shamble right now. There's There's nothing on television besides... Donald Trump bragging about being on television, which is fucking absurd. I, um, <laughs> that's pretty much, that's pretty much how I'm treating this, this podcast is how Donald Trump has been treating this virus. <laughs> Where are the masks? <laughs> Why are there no masks? <laughs> I really think the media should look into the masks situation. I've heard people, very smart people, very reliable people. They're questioning where are the masks. Some are even speculating that maybe the nurses are stealing the masks. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying maybe the media should look into it. You know, Obama stopped producing masks. Nothing's <laughs> my fault. This isn't my fault that I'm behind. It's this virus. It's not giving me shit to talk about. Uh, I think I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We're doing just fine. We're doing so good. So great. Tremendous, actually. Uh... People, if you look at the numbers, the ratings, this dude—he's—he's he's on Twitter, talking about talking about uh, what do you what do you call him? His fucking um, his press meetings, his uh, the press conference with well, playoffs. What do you call those? The press conference, the the uh, the um, where he stands at the podium and he lies to us and talks with his hands. No, I'm not talking about church. I'm <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, really, what are they called? The press briefings. He said that his pref briefings were were like similar to fucking like the flavor of love or the bachelorette or some shit. I don't know. I honestly at this point nobody cares about facts. Nobody cares about the truth. Like it's non-existent. Accountability is fucking gone in 2020. I don't know what the fuck this guy is talking about. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, one day he's saying we got this shit under control. It's airtight. It's a hoax and then the next thing you know it's a fucking epid a fucking what is it a pandemic an epidural what the shit what is this shit called i don't know man this guy our leader is on social media bragging about television ratings and 90 percent of us americans are afraid to go to the fucking grocery store or the mailbox without a garbage bag tied around our heads so i, I don't know dude i have no fucking clue <sighs> jesus but 
But how are you guys? How are you doing? How are you, how are you doing throughout this time of self-isolation? Are you practicing social distancing? I hope you're practicing social distancing. I hope you're still not hanging out with your your douchebag friends and sharing popsicles or whatever the fuck you guys do together, taking belly button shots of hand sanitizer off each other. I have no fucking clue what you guys are doing. Uh, we're fucking doomed, dude. We're doomed. I'm back on Facebook. That's how bad shit has gotten. Over the past couple of weeks, I went back on Facebook just to check and see how how bad the world is crumbling and good old Facebook, right? Well, no, I, I left that hellhole a few years back. I just, I don't know. I couldn't, I just couldn't take the blatant idiocy that came along with every fucking scroll on that app. Like, like seeing people that I went to school with and I, I visually watched you chew pencil erasers like it was this new flavor of big league chew or something. I watched you do this and now you're trying to debate and make points about like, things you have no idea you're talking about it's just torture it's pure torture and well if you don't like trump then get up and move back back to where you didn't where you did like him like it's simple shut the fuck up shut up shut up but no i I came back because it's it's pretty much popcorn season you know like some people just want to watch the world burn and not literally but i i love to watch people I love to see how people act when their backs are against the wall. And that's why I went back to Facebook. I wanted to really see how people are handling this entire situation. And Jesus Christ, these people, you guys can't even stay in your fucking homes. You can't even stay in your homes without complaining. Like what? (sighs) There's like, there's people having block parties and like birthday parties. I saw, (laughs) I saw on Facebook that, uh, LAPD had to like literally make a human wall they had to like connect arms and make a human wall to get people out of the streets and back into their homes because like a hundred people showed up for a block party that celebrated a a one-year-old's birthday oh (laughs) this kid won't even remember the party or remember any of the fact that you human parasites are gathering there but like what so I don't know I'm losing my fucking mind I haven't been to work in weeks and it's not because I'm a non-essential worker it's just because I told the the uh, company I work for that if they think I'm going to go out during the middle of this and potentially spread it to other people you can go fuck yourself you're you're fucking crazy you know if you want me working at a grocery store stocking shelves for fucking other dumbass mouth breathers coming in buying 48 rolls of toilet paper you can go fuck yourself for real you're crazy. I'm not fucking with this virus. I'm really not. I'd rather I'd rather go into debt paying No, let me let me think about it. I would rather go into debt by not being able to pay my bills rather than go into debt because I'm paying hospital bills. And not even for like the human labor, but because I'm like strapped to a fucking MacBook computer that's helping me breathe somehow or whatever the fuck goes on in hospitals, I don't like it. I don't like being in them and it's just not happening. So I'm not having it. I'm not working. Go fuck yourself. And I, I, I don't know. I'm tr- like trying to find light in this chaos is tough. Like I, I, I basically all I do is I wake Well, now I wake up at like noon, which is nuts because I don't go to sleep until four. Thank you very much. You know who. But I, I pretty much watched everything on Netflix that's worth watching. I uh, I rewatched Bates Motel. I. um I watched the new season of Ozark in like two days, which was a load of barnacles. I um 
I watch The Office a, not, a lot now. I watch um, I watched Money Heist, the new season of Money Heist. I really like that. And um, what else did I watch? Oh, fucking! <laughs> I watch I watch Tiger King. I watch that whole fucking thing. The only thing that's missing from the fucking Tiger King documentary is like Donald Trump somewhere on there calling Carol Baskins like a witch or something. She's crooked, Carol. She's not well. <laughs> I, I can't believe I wasted two days of my life learning about a gay country singing Tiger Breeder. <laughs> the voice, his voice though. Oh my God, this man could sing his ass off. He's got the voice of an angel. No kidding. Like if I could, if I could say one thing about Joe Exotic, it would be this one thing. It's uh, like how unfortunate is it that 97% of country music listeners believe that gay people deserve to rot in hell? <laughs> You'd be a fucking megastar. Joe would be a megastar on multiple platforms. He's a, the voice of a fucking angel. <laughs> I don't know. This podcast fucking sucks. This podcast is going to suck. There's, there's really nothing to talk about. Um, you know, I'm going to go through some questions. Somebody, people are asking me a few questions on Instagram a couple weeks ago, specifically for these types of moments when I have nothing to fucking talk about. So let's see. Um, let's run it in Madden. Losers got to eat a raw onion. <laughs> That's it. All right, Jeremy. I don't know if Jeremy's listening to this, but um, he basically what he asked me is let's run it in Madden. Losers got to eat a raw onion. Back in like, jeez, uh, probably... 10th grade maybe maybe about 12 years ago um I went to Anthony Bruni's house oh <laughs> Whoa, what were the teams germ germ was it me was it me and it was me and you versus Mick and and Bruni right wasn't it it was something like that. I think it was me and you versus, yeah. <laughs> it was me and Germ versus Mick and Bruni, and I played one half, and Germ played the final half, and I think I'm pretty sure I built up a nice lead. And um, when Germ went to play against Mick in the second half, Germ fucking blew it, and we lost, we lost the game. And the bet was um, whoever lost the game had to go into the kitchen and drink whatever concoction the winning team uh concocted i guess and i i refused to do it even though we lost <laughs> i refused to drink whatever the fuck was in that cup i think mick and bruni might have whipped up something vicious for real like i think it had like milk and hot sauce and um it probably had like olive oil in it and like paprika and sugar. Like it was, it was hell. And Germ is a, he's a better man than me. He is a much better man than me because Germ, Germ is actually a genius for this. What he did was he, he used, it's just science people. What Germ did was he took a sandwich bag and, and put it over his tongue. Like he made a little condom for his tongue that covered all of his taste buds and he drank the concoction without without really tasting it, I guess. I mean, I'm sure he tasted some of it, but me, I went into the kitchen, I saw the cup and I said, "No, nah, like I I'd rather I jokingly said I'd rather eat that onion raw." And they were like, "Go do it then." So I got off easy. I ate a raw onion and 
it wasn't even that bad. But Germ, what a fucking soldier, bro. Salute to you, Germ, for drinking that, that fucking Sriracha 93 Supreme Gasoline, whatever the fuck it was. You're a soldier, bro. Um, what... Z Child Thomas have me on there question mark after this virus shit shake my head if it ever ends yeah you already know Diz you can you can join the podcast whenever you want to um I'll be up there for good I'm moving back up in like two or three months so you already know you're welcome on the podcast whenever you want to be on it I'm pretty sure you'll uh you'll add add a lot of value to the podcast um let's see another question have you Shara asked have you ever encountered a ghost or ghost all right see that's a tough one because um i uh according to um my father and other members of my family the uh house that we grew up in in my young 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 years like i'm talking like up until like seven years old apparently in that house it was haunted and there was a ghost that lived inside of it by the name of a (laughs) What the fuck am I talking about? This podcast fucking sucks. But apparently there was a ghost that lived in the house and her name was Allegra. I don't really know how we know she was a woman or how she, how why she was in this home. Apparently the, the, the tale is she like died in it. Um, I don't know, but according to, I, I personally don't remember a single thing about said ghost, but apparently she would um like... <laughs> Like closed doors and shit. I don't fucking know typical typical ghost stories, but I don't think I've ever like uh like one hundred percent like saw or or encountered a ghost and like we acknowledged each other's uh presence. I, I don't think I've ever done that. I one time I um me and a couple boneheaded friends we went up to uh especially people in Newark know what I'm talking about NDC over by the, the Timerson building and shit like that and we. Where it was real late, it was probably like one in the morning, two in the morning, and we were trying to sneak around there and and cap in front, like we saw some type of spirits or nothing, but nobody saw anything. We were just all scared. So, to answer that question, Shara, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a ghost. Um, I can't, I can't confidently say yes or no to that. But this podcast fucking sucks. Uh, let's see. What is the funniest name you have actually heard used? in the real world um rusty cunts <laughs> i don't i don't know the legitimacy of that name but i apparently it's like an old former professional baseball player's name rusty cunts that that one wins without a doubt uh what is the sexiest name you can imagine um uh ivana humpalot I don't, I don't fucking know what kind of question is that um what movie would be greatly improved if it was made into a musical? What the fuck? Go fuck yourself. I'm not answering that. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Have you ever caught something on fire while you were cooking? No, but did I tell you guys the story about... Um... <laughs> did I tell you guys the story about... I probably did, but one time I was uh, I was watching a... um. I was watching Mad Men by myself, and uh, did I tell this? If I told this, forgive me, but if I haven't, then it's a pretty decent story. I uh, was watching Mad Men by myself, just chilling, and 
I I heard a woman banging on the because I live in an apartment complex and on my floor there are three other apartments and this woman <clears throat> she all I heard through through my door my front door was banging like a, a faint but but noticeable banging on on different doors and then she banged on my door and she's screaming fire she's like there's a fire there's a fire so I'm smoking a blunt and I I put the blunt out and I start going into like slight panic mode I throw Stella and Charlie in the crates and uh Stella's not having it so I put Charlie in the crate and I'm carrying Stella and as I'm about to uh to to be a sheep and just go outside and wait for the fire trucks without even knowing if there's an actual fire or not, I uh, decided, you know what, I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to panic through this. I'm going to gather the proper belongings. And what I'm going to do is just peek into my neighbor's apartment and see what the hell is going on. And there was a little, it was like smoke. It was definitely really smoky in there, but it wasn't this thick, like black smoke. I knew, I just, I had to go in and investigate. So I run inside her apartment with my my face covered with my hoodie and I'm trying to figure out where this fire is coming from. And I walk into her kitchen and it's me and another guy from my floor. He was he was kind of like, all right, let's go see if we can handle this before the, the fire trucks get here. Let's see if we could like stop the, the damage or whatever. Try to be heroes pretty much. And I was like, yeah, cool. I'm with it because my curious ass wants to know what the fuck she did to start a fire in this <laughs> in this apartment complex. So we run inside her uh, apartment and I look in her kitchen and on the stove she is cooking cauliflower on the stove without a pan there is no pan there is no there's no pot she's cooking them directly on the spiral element like she's on a like she's on a fucking grill outside or something like that and of course she had it on high the rings were red there's a flame coming from the cauliflower. It's so high. It's a pile. I don't know what the fuck she was trying to do, but it's it's touching the uh, microwave hood above the stove and like it's like melting and dripping onto the stove. So I kind of look at the dude and we just came up like we, we looked at each other and we knew what we had to do was one to turn the fucking stove off two get the cauliflower off the element because that's what was on fire and three put the fire out. And th- this random dude who I've never seen before or after this incident, we handled the fire in legit like 10 seconds. We we th- we brushed it off. We patted it out. Fire was gone. Stove was off and we looked at each other and was just like, all right, peace, bro. And I went back into my apartment complex, fired up Mad Men and sparked my blunt again because this woman just <laughs> not only can she not cook, she can also not warn people properly because she was acting like legit the entire apartment complex was on fire and it was just a couple pieces of cauliflower on her stove. This podcast fucking blows on to the next question. I have one more question. Um, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? Um, <laughs> cats, without a doubt. If cats could talk, they would be the rudest. They would they would be very condescending. They would be very, um, who would they remind me of? They'd be like, like, oh, fuck you. That's how they would talk. They'd have that type of accent. It'd always be like, come here and brush me come feed me there would be it would be like that what movie is that from they're like um oh what is it they would sound. they would sound like the bird from the lion king what's the bird's name from lion king zazu i think that's his name whatever he talks like that's how that, that would be the voice of cats 
in real life and they would be complete assholes until they wanted something from you and then they would still be assholes but they would do it in a nice way like come here and pet me i love you when you pet me jesus christ this podcast sucks oh god fucking terrible honest i i don't even know what i'm talking about anymore guys i don't i don't have anything like what is, what is there there's there's nothing really airing on tv besides old shit um in the in the world of entertainment there's nothing we've got nothing right now um music sucks we're at an all-time low in music it's fucking terrible everything is trash i'm just you know what I, i'm gonna call it this is the end of the fucking podcast maybe for the next I'll, I'll probably throw in like like uh 10 or 15 minutes of some nonsense i recorded over the past couple weeks that i never really had the chance to edit or upload and Maybe I'll, yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll just, I'll just paste in some, some nonsense from, from past recordings and throw them in on the end of this. Cause I, I've got nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What the fuck do you want from me? All right. How about you? You tell me what to talk about. Let's see you try to talk to yourself for 30 minutes about this boring ass world we're living in where we're all stuck in the house. All right. I don't know what you want from me. You know, thank you for listening. Thanks for making it this far. Travis. Every episode I end it like this, bro. Are you gonna shorten the shit or no? Are you gonna are you gonna listen to a single episode or no? Bro, you it's insane. All this support, bro. All this fucking support b- before episode 1 just for you to listen to episode 1, get your shout out for making my intro and then running away with all the glory. Listen to my podcast, Travis, and in 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 Whatever the word is for my request, listen to my request. I want the 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 intro. I just want it shortened to like twenty five seconds, man. Damn. That's episode eight for you. It fucking sucks. I'm sorry for this nonsense. Uh, thank you. to hit this blood so you're telling me you came over here with your brother's weed i roll up an entire blood and i'm gonna smoke it by myself yep all right <laughs> not gonna it's like that. you said yesterday like it's i'll have my days where i want to smoke weed and there are other days where i know i gotta just like hang back with yeah it. like last night you showed up and Wanted i roll up a blunt up. and you're like reaching for the blunt i'm like are you joking or not and you're like no i want to smoke so I'm like all right yeah cool bro what is today saturday yeah and we recorded episode seven when Friday? Yeah, last Friday. So we're only so we're kind of on schedule here. I mean, I'm still three weeks behind, but I'm still on schedule. Yeah, you're coming back together. Kind of, kind of, kind of. <laughs> that just means that next week I need to probably put one out midweek. You know what I'm gonna do? Is I'm gonna keep people up to date with my status on my coronavirus, my specific case that I haven't been diagnosed with yet, but pretty sure I have it. Oh, God, are you having that Munchausen syndrome thing again? (laughs) Did you know Davidson County in the entire state of Tennessee? That could be wrong. Davidson County, we have 14 cases. I believe it. I mean... Hold on, I'm going to look at it right now. 
We are in Davidson County, right? Yeah, we're in Davidson County. It says here, while Williamson County was the first state to confirm a coronavirus case, Davidson County now has the most, with four new cases added to the Davidson total. Nashville is now at 14. Oh, boy. Along with updates for other countries, the state total has reached 32. So the state total is 32. Nashville has about 48% of that. <sighs> it just wonder, got dark. I wonder if it's old people. So I figured like the old people were the first ones dying off. I mean, <clears throat> facts don't matter. <laughs> Yo, last time, like, uh, all right, Alex Jones. After last week, <laughs> yeah, it's all fake. Everything's fake. Even the <laughs> even the facts. Like, I'm I'm not calling coronavirus a hoax. I'm calling the opposite of the numbers. I'm like, oh, everybody's having this worldwide panic. I don't think we're panicking enough. I'm doing the opposite truther. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing opposite truther. We're not worried enough, guys. We're not worried enough. Guys, I promise you, we're we're, we're fucking fucked right now. Go in your kitchen, get saran wrap. You know what to do. I had everything. Yo, last week, after we recorded, my entire house smelled like cigarettes. Oh, Jesus. It it smelled like the fucking set of Mad Men season three. (laughs) Swear to God, bro. I opened every window, every door. Even my refrigerator door was open. I had to air this bitch out somehow. We were like, we weren't drunk, but we were we were drinking a little bit, right? Oh, we were a good tipsy. Because the next morning I woke up and I was like, one, I was a little dehydrated, that hungover feeling. Mm-hmm. And then every sniff I took, no matter which room I tried to escape to, it smelled like fucking cigarettes. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, we got to do something about this. But no, I don't care. Smoke. I'm going to smoke a blunt. Maybe it'll counter the cigarette, you know? What's on the TV right now at this exact moment? Uh, some feminist bitch with a fat belly. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right, first of all, she's <laughs> pregnant. It's Ali Wong, you ass. <laughs> feminist bitch with a fat belly. She's actually a comedian that's pregnant in the photo. That's hilarious. Uh-oh. Am I going to get shut down, too, like cancel right, so, culture? Uh, yeah, you're canceled. <laughs> actually, get the fuck out of my house right oh, now. You're fucking shit. canceled. All right, all right I'm going to walk out. I'll see you guys. Bro, are you even scared? Real talk. Are you scared of this virus? Nah, nah. I mean, Wait, all right, so I mean, I should be, but I'm not. This is going to be, all right, guys, Richard's here, as you can see. This is his, this is appearance number two, two in a row for you. Wow, maybe you're the key to the podcast. You just keep coming over here and we'll consistently Dude, I just want to bum off out. your drugs. Yeah. Right. I just want to bum off your drugs. Technically, I'm bumming off of your drugs tonight. <clears throat> Actually, not even your drugs, your brother's drugs, but... I don't know, bro. That's what we're going to do. Every, uh, I guess the next episode, you're going to be here too, and we're going to give you part three of our coronavirus fear. No, we're not doing that. Fuck that corona. No. I don't want to have the fucking cliche theme. I'm just like talking about just one talking thing about over, the over same fucking thing. Then what's the difference between us and, and what you're scrolling through on Instagram, you know? Like every day you just read the news and it's like, Ooh, coronavirus, this coronavirus, that's like, I, I, I get it. I know. And they're I all like it. saying the same thing. We're It'll scared. be like the media, like the first line will be like, coronavirus, you need to practice quarantine. This is very bad. And then the next day the media will be like, are people panicking? And you're like, wait, what the fuck? You just told us to panic. What are you, what's going on here? I don't know, dude. Hey, it's the new hot thing for uh, topics and shit like that. Yeah. Think of it like this. Think of it like a new product that helps you sell your business. And that's what news is basically all about. It's a business that sells on hot topics. Right. And this is the recent one. So now that it's not only big in the news worldwide, but now that it's actually at our doorstep, everyone's like, oh my God, we're going to get sick. Well, the news is like, ha, moneymaker, time to get everybody glued. 
All right, outside of news broadcast. This is conspiracy time right now. Uh-oh. Outside of news broadcast. Uh-oh. This is conspiracy. Throw, throw your tin, tinfoil hat on. This doesn't even have to be something you believe in, okay? I'm going to tighten that Just shit. Just speak through the, the third-eyed gods right now, okay? <laughs> third-eyed gods. Okay. Um, Out of, besides the news stations, right? Mm-hmm. Who is profiting off of the coronavirus? Medical industry. Oh. Oh. Speak about it easy think about it like this like you've got we've got all these kit cases where we're trying to get all these kits together in order to like test the virus and shit like that Mm -hmm. right but in order to get these tests it's like mad expensive like a couple thousand dollars Mm -hmm. in time so if anyone's willing to like pay that much money up front because they're that scared or if you've got like all these different like hospitals and shit bringing people in dude insurance money insurance money is getting racked up big time the insurance the insurance companies are just pulling in all that fat dough from like that's your not paycheck. even happening right now is it not even right bullshit now. yes it is dude i'll tell you right now like okay dude th- all right so behind the behind the lines not to interrupt but to interrupt when a bill gets passed mm-hmm. or not even a bill but stafford law whatever the fuck it's called a national yeah. state of emergency right mm-hmm. um are there behind the scenes workings immediately between that 50 billion dollars or whatever amount it is and the pharmaceutical companies um, like, are there no. deals for the test kits being made and being distributed at the hands of the pharmaceutical companies, right? Right. Is there a deal between them and the government behind the pace of that? or I don't know specifically if there would be a deal per se, but I do know that there needs to be, like, open, like, open mic cooperation communication. and communication. Yeah. Okay. But I also know that considering that's a $50 billion going out, that's, like, taxpayer money straight up. So that means that $50 billion is going to have to be made up one way or another. Either cut from something else, right? Yep. What do you think should? Should? Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yeah no, I know. You know I kinda, fuck it. I'm going to go for it. No, no, no. I'm going to go for it. I know what you're going to say. You know what? Fuck it. We went down the rabbit hole, so yeah. here we are in Wonderland. Yeah, that's uh, right. I think it should be cut from uh, military spending. I agree. Military spending. Easy. I agree. And I don't mean that in the sense that the troops shouldn't get money. I'm yeah, talking we respect our troops. I love the troops. You gotta say it. I love the troops. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Some, it's some the PC the tr- police. The some, PC police. It's cancel culture. I don't want to get out of here. Some of the troops are assholes, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's. I know that firsthand. Oh, no, if you don't fucking love America, I'll fucking shoot you myself. You communist <laughs> yeah. piece of shit. Kaepernick is fucking terrible at quarterback. You're like, what? Yeah, seriously. But no, military funding is either one or two, just depending on the fiscal year of the federal budget. Because okay. it's always the top three, which are healthcare, social security, and military. But okay. I think military mostly because we've been running this whole gambit of having like this superpower position in the world. Mm-hmm. But is it ours to dictate? I mean, really think about that. Bro, that's a deep question. It, is and it gets the... even deeper than that once you start to get into that question. Right. But uh, but for me, it's like, you know what? We don't need all these bombs. We don't need all these nukes. <laughs> we don't need all this yeah. shit to go around and fuck <laughs> some over some guy. All you need is love. It's like, we go, is all you need. it's like, hey, I'm going to build this uh, Hellfire missile and I'm going to blow the fuck out of this dude's village. Yeah, I just read today <laughs> that um, uh, an American soldier was killed. This could be bullshit, click bullshit that I saw on Instagram. I literally saw this is, honestly, I shouldn't even say this. It's so non-factual because I don't know if it's a fact, you know? Dude, fuck it. Let's go for it. But it said an American soldier was killed in, no, I, I, it could have said Iraq. I don't fucking know. Probably was because right now in Iraq, there's like a bunch of protests going on because okay. the government has like been fucking them over. And I and it said we responded to that manner. And it was also a UK, I believe, a UK British soldier. soldier. British soldier as well. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So that's what I read. And it said, uh, 
we responded to that action with um, lethal force. Lethal force of like bombings and missiles. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. You know, I was like, fuck all those people that not died. Not even that. No, I can, what am I gonna, <laughs> no matter what my viewpoint is on it, it's like this shit. This is happening, you know. It's like this is happening, but I'm it. sitting here what trying am I to worry about a virus. Yeah, what? Yeah, what am I going to do about it? I know the. What am I going to do? Just fly over to Baghdad? That's how he was trying to. And if I didn't read that, him? like if I didn't read that, I wouldn't have known that that. Like I would have known that stuff like that happens in war, but I wouldn't have known that that specific situation happened. You know. Like, dude, now everything, dude. Social media has gotten so huge that you can't <laughs> even go without one day without figuring out like shit going down. What the fuck type of world are we living in, bro? The what world, is going on? The world where privacy doesn't mean a thing. But no, back <sighs> But back to your earlier statement. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah uh, I totally cut that money from uh, military spending. And I think military spending should be readjusted to the people themselves that are actually in the uniforms as opposed to, like, all the weapons and shit. Because we don't need all those weapons. Do you know what our budget is for military oh, spending? Oh, God. It's in the hundreds of billions. Sometimes it'll pass six hundred billion. Other times it'll be in the high five hundred billions. Yes, right now it's at twenty nine. This is a, uh, this is from twenty eighteen. The fifteen countries with the highest military spending in the world. U.S. is number one. I can guarantee it. Six hundred forty nine billion dollars. That's a lot of money. And and second was China with two hundred fifty billion, and then third was Saudi Arabia with sixty seven point six billion dollars. So we have over. Just about ten times the amount in spending than the third highest spender. Mm-hmm. And twice as much. And like two and a half times as much. Is the next guy. Is the next guy. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, you can thank Reagan for that shit. Well, actually, you know what? Fuck it. You can thank World War II for that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I agree with everything you'll say about how you feel or think about war. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, like, kind of question if it even matters to have an opinion on it, you know? It's one of those things that it's kind of like when people, like, try to get deep in it. What's the meaning of life type of thing? And it's like, if you really want to dive into, like, that or, like, what we are or what this stuff is or why we act the way we do and why do we, like, lust violence and stuff like that, lust control and power. It's weird. I don't fucking know. But I feel like it's an impossible thing to talk about. Really? So when you talk about, yeah, I just feel like there's so many things that everyone can say and it's all bullshit because no one knows the truth. We have a theory and I think we kind of agree on how we think everything came to be, right? I think to an extent, yeah. Right? And even then it's just like, think about that. Well, as far as like actual studying, I think a lot of it goes to geology and just carbon dating, but I'm sure there's more to it than that. That's speaking into it like layman's terms. But if you were to, like, study actual geology, then you'd actually find, like, all the intricate ways of how they were able to, like, date shit all the way back to when it was. But even then, dude, you have to think, like, how how do we even know that's real? How do we even know that's, that's true? Well, like, I mean, you can go to a university or, like, a big-time uh, <laughs> company even then, and study. It still, doesn't, it still doesn't explain the potential unknown anomaly that we don't even know could have happened as far as, like before that so you actually want to be like that kind of person that actually sees it to believe it like take a time machine and actually see like earth just like go through it's like phase of like how it came to be and yeah i'd rather know that than like people tell me with their data and their calculations and their 
carbon dating and the rules and their everything that seems to make sense that was made by man it just happens to be so perfect math and all of these other things you know the rules of well, things that works. we think we've grasped it all works but it only works to our known spectrum like there are probably things that could have occurred of outside of our spectrum of understanding that because that like if we date back four and a half billion years of this planet right right, right. who's to say what th- that we weren't made by aliens or no no no, like no, no 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 what happened before it because we can't explain it we can't get outside of that realm so like what the big bang and all that yeah so even i don't know it makes me think of time it makes me think of how small this sliver of time is is not only my my lifetime but then this century and then this fucking eon whatever the fuck however big you want to keep getting until the beginning of quote-unquote time right but then it gets to the point of like well what is time what is the beginning of the time is this and that and you have to talk to fucking like string theorists just to understand it understand what the fuck is even being said at the and if you're not we don't know bro is what i'm trying to say like even at the most raw peak of knowledge we still don't know so like you and i talking about this for 10 minutes or fucking joe rogan and someone talking about this for 10 minutes it's just like at the end of the day we don't know what the fuck we're talking about even if we think we know because there's so many things outside of our spectrum of understanding like there could be there's explanations for things that we just don't know but there are explanations for it well i'll tell you this we know what we are able to calculate and what we are able to personify and have tangibility with mostly through data research and all that other stuff but as far as like you know actually like no knowing like being like i don't know like some deity and having all the answers to everything i think that's going down the rabbit hole too far because then you just start to think way too much and when you start thinking way too much you start to just have like a headache that's what you want in my world and you want to just like well the thing is is that know and understand what you can but what you don't inherently understand or feel like is beyond your grasp, you just have to let that just slide. You can't, though, because once you let it slide, it makes you think, well, what else is worth let sli- sliding? You know, like... The <laughs> it just seems to me You're like this is all... You're thinking too hard. I know, but it, this is all way too coincidental. Nothing's we all coincidence. Have... Yes, it has to be. No, nah, there's no such thing what's... as coincidence. Exactly, so if it's all so fucking perfect... Oh no, it's not perfect. It just is. Like it just is. I have two eyes. Even the the cats in my house have two eyes, two paws. Yep. Two feet. Yeah. Two they ears. have four feet. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Two paws, two feet, two back feet, two front feet. Ears, nostrils. Well, yeah. I mean, you need all those senses in order to like. Understand yeah, but the I'm talking project. about the symmetry and the placement and the locations, and it goes for just about every species that we can know about you know the face the rule of like symmetry yeah are you saying like you don't understand why it just has to be like that or just no, why I just is don't, it like that no neither we well, don't what know we don't know any of this stuff like we can break it down to like cells and their multiplications of one another and they're probably identical and it explains a lot of different rules of symmetry and this and that blah 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 whatever you want to call it the balance but like 
Or is the question more like, why does it have to be like that? Why can't it be no, like something it's, else? It's like, why do we have, why did we get all of this without knowing the answers to everything? Because it is what it is. Exactly. Uh, it's like it I told you before. Think about if, what if we you, talk about. If you it, dive too deep into it, then you're just going to hurt your head. Which is what you're doing. You're hurting your head. Thinking this is all fake. We're not much. even alive right now. It's a, sim- it's a simulation. All this is fake. <laughs> oh, God. You're going down the Matrix route. Oh, shit. I don't know, bro. The singularity is It just is doesn't happening. make sense to me. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know. Time, bro. We're so fucking tiny, microscopic on the timeline of time. Right. It makes you think, like, this can't be peak civilization. Well, what is like, peak civilization to you? <laughs> that's the same question i asked you last week and oh you the utopia like, thing yeah, the yeah. utopian no, i i um, so are you so do you think that peak civilization would be to the point like an interstellar where we're like beating the fifth dimension and living yeah in the fifth it would dimension? be like the avengers universe no not the avengers like an in interstellar <laughs> like where you i don't know like, interstellar i just know like traveling worlds and planets and universes oh spacefaring and shit like that yeah that would be the dopest if we can just control everything that is around like not control it but like experience it and mm-hmm. be able to access these things right these realms of knowledge and stuff that'd be the coolest shit in the world that's my utopia being able to like go outside do, this like little small to literally harness everything system. that human humans are capable of harnessing if we if we do perfect literally perfect for the rest of our existence as far as correcting global like climate change and all of that right just in all of these uh like we have to restructure like everything like the prison systems and all forms of government uh reconsider capitalism go back to where we really feed off the land let's get rid of these fake values and dollars and stuff that's really like thrive with technology everything should Mm -hmm. be free at that point if everybody worked together for that would it's, I know like it's Star fake. Trek. I know it's fake and it's like this my like utopia though. We would all work together with everything we have. We would eliminate the idea of money if nobody knows owes anybody anything and it's a restart. We can use all of the technology and the gas and everything like that and the electricity until like if we can just find the ways to like I feel like gasoline and, and like oil. So the, the idea would be like infinite everything, you know, just like yeah, where we, we wouldn't need to like. Yeah, the utopian would be there would be no greed because you would have whatever you wanted. Whenever you, you know, wanted. Whenever you wanted it. Well, you'd also have to eliminate the one thing that human beings all have, which is want. You'd have to eliminate want. Well, you'd have to eliminate want by. When I say like perfect, mm-hmm. I'm talking like. I feel like people are sick-minded in the world we live in, so a lot of the norms that we think are a part of quote-unquote human nature mm-hmm. are unaddressed traumas living through people's entire lives, you know? So when the bad decisions they make, we, like, say, like, oh, that is a negative trait that comes along with human beings, people that uh, need to, like, be superior in situations and try to assert their dominant, Like, those little things, you know? Right. Those things could be traits of just people being raised a certain way, and it's a generational thing. It could be a... It could be an unaddressed... We have so much knowledge on human beings as far as the way we act. You know? Right. I think that's one thing we are really good at. It's like the diagnosis of a person. Mm-hmm. They're who they... Like, the things they do to diagnose them as a person. Like, and to address and correct those things. So if we did that, mm-hmm. and we eliminated all those terrible things that people have, the greed, the envy, the revenge, because all of those things would be gone if everything was healed mentally, spiritually, like physically, mm-hmm. you know? There were just less chemicals in food, less poison waterways, less... So we'd be like the Vulcans from uh, Star Trek. I don't know! Because that's, that's really what it sounds like, because uh, be less... in Star Trek, um, 
there's a point in um, human history, at least in the Star Trek universe, where human beings have gotten past like the whole desire of want mm-hmm. or the desire of like money. Like I'll give you an example. Like in one movie, I can't remember what it is, but the captain of uh, one of the ships, Star Trek Enterprise, Captain Picard, says that in the future, that where he comes from, there is no like currency or shit like that. There's no need for money because everybody works for what they want. They work whenever they need to, and yeah. resources are like plentiful at that point. Yeah. There's no abuse. There's no Bezos having how much does he got? Like 160 billion dollars. There's no none of that when there's people starving everywhere who just and to understand that the the top one percent of wealth, mm-hmm. when you really put into perspective the difference their wealth is compared to the broke or not even the broke the rest. Literally, the rest. Right. Can't you, like, pull up literally the 98% down to zero? You can pull up all their funds, and it would not equal to the amount of funds that the top 2% have? Probably not. Right? Right. I th- I'd think so, at least. But then again, you'd also have to think, like, how did we get to that point, which is the idea of how, you know, free markets work. Yeah, it's capitalism, and I, I respect it up until this point, you know? And it always it was always rigged, always. It was always rigged from the beginning, for specific people to take advantage and exploit different aspects of it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, so it, it, <laughs> it just depends on society to society because when you think of like early capitalism back in like the uh, 1600s to the 1800s, it was all about colonial imperialism. Where your country would receive the goods from, like, all these backward third world countries. You take their shit, bring it to your country, and then use it from that. Which was goods? Yeah, just goods and trade. Because, I mean, think about it. Think about, like, all the big time, like, players back then that participated in See, I'm not even, all right, so I'm not even talking about, I'm talking about the introduction, like, the introduction of, like, funds, money. Right. That's, oh, just money, like paper currency itself. Yeah. Uh because a motherfucker. I think can, the Chinese first came up with that, but as far as like currency itself, that's been around for like a very long time. It's just like it's a. Uh... Because there always needed to be like a certain like. There's something needs to add a value to something else. It's like something needs to be worth something in order for it to account for something else. And I think that's the key thing about economics. Because that's what you know the. That's what at least modern economics is all about is having something of worth that accounts for some sort of like value, basically currency, paper money, coins, shit like that, and have it be transparent to what the item that you're purchasing is. You know, if that shirt is like worth 20 bucks or if that shirt had like specific properties made in it, then you can say it's worth like 100 bucks or shit like that. So it all just comes down to value and your way of, um, uh, exchanging something of worth for that value because if i was to walk into like say like uh say if i was to walk into an adidas store and i had like a quarter and i wanted to buy like a new shirt or some shit like that the shirt's like 70 80 dollars like they're not gonna take a fucking quarter for that they want the full 80 bucks right so it's all about like adding a percentage of value to that specific item and like the time and effort (laughs) is literally money it's like they're all the same pieces of paper. It's just adding specific value with different color, with different inks, different patterns. Yeah, different numbers. And that money, and that uh, paper currency itself has to be backed up by something, whether it's what, by right. So, what's the story behind that? What what's it backed up by currently? 
I don't know currently. <laughs> but back in the day, it was backed up? up by gold. Then it was backed up by silver. What happened to the gold? That's a good question. You'd have to raid Fort Knox. Is that a thing? Is yeah, that that's a actually myth? A, or what, no, no, no. What that's an it? actual thing. Like, Fort Knox is where, like, a good majority of U.S. gold is kept in reserve for the sake of currency. Okay, how much? How much? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. But think if of it like it's just enough it. to, like, back the U.S. dollar in of itself. Okay, and what if the value of gold goes down when the value of currency goes down? What if gold's just as fucking useless? Well, then you'd have to find something else to back it up. Well, what, why is gold... All right, so gold has been the gold standard mm. for time. <laughs> as, well, at as least we, for us and for many other countries back when uh, economics and big-time free marketing... What's the value of... Is thing. the value of gold now popping? Is it... I think it is. I'd like to think it is. I mean, think of it like this. If you had, like, some old, like, uh, silver dollar or some old, like, coins or old gold that you were, like, keeping a hold of, or at least your family kept as, like, an heirloom and you took it to a bank, I'm sure it'd be worth, like, a good, solid um, amount of cash. Yeah. But if you've got something that's, like, gold-made, but it was made specifically from, like, the U.S. Treasury or the Reserve or the Federal Banks and shit like that, it may be only worth, like, a certain amount because there's, like, these gold coins, like, gold dollar coins, and I can't remember what person and place that they had on the specific coins of that, but... Those are generally worth a dollar in and right. of itself, mostly because that's like, you know, government-made, like, um, funds and shit like that. So anything that's, like, directly government-made, usually it'll only be amount to whatever it was meant to be amounted to. But whatever is, like, external of that, or if it's, like, something that's, like, gone through the passage of time, it might have some worth to it. So, <laughs> so like... That's why sometimes, in some cases, money can be worth more than its value. Yeah. Because of its, I guess, quote, sentimental value to the person buying it. Well, not only that, but also just its economic value and how certain things would not be adjusted to inflation like other things would be. And it has to have, like, historic value. That's the only way it can have that yeah. little clause in it. Yeah. So, all right, so basically, like, in a way... Jeff Bezos has more money than we have circulating around. Probably. I mean, yeah, I'd like to think so. <sighs> like cash, right? Yeah. Like if Bezos was to walk into here right now and I was to show him a 100, he'd look at that as if it was a fucking penny. Not even. Not even. Maybe even less. Yeah, maybe even less than a penny. So like, that's that's where I'm kind of stuck at. I don't feel like we'll ever succeed if that's happening. It sounds like I'm hating on him for being as successful as he is, but like, well, is why does the success have to be measured wealth? exactly? Is success defined exactly by wealth? Exactly what I was. Exactly. And I think that's a big trade-off that I think is what people are gonna have to figure out. Because some people think that success is measured by wealth. Other people think is, success is measured by merit and worth and time that you've put into something. See, here we are. We're, we're a part of the machine, man. How do you feel, man? You feeling good? Dude, I feel great. Remember I told you I was feeling nauseous yesterday? Yep. I'm feeling nauseous all day today. Ah, oh, shit. Are you dying? I don't know, bro. Throat's getting a little dry. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Ah, great. Y'all, we've got a dead man on our hands. 
we got a dead man. It's day <laughs> Chill, two. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't it's say that. It's day two of his quarantine, and he's don't feeling sick that. already, guys. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. Don't say that, guys. I promise you. He's don't say that. Ah, Stella, stop. You bit my foot. I promise you. I promise you he's not a Chinese agent I mean, here to kill us with the virus. <sighs> I don't know, bro. Maybe it's my anxiety taking over. It's just tricking me. Anxiety? Why would you let anxiety take you over? Let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, the way you just set yourself up, you grabbed your cigarette, you crossed your feet, you leaned back, shrugged your shoulders. Let's talk about it. You're not a doctor. I I could be. (laughs) I could be. Dude, I listen to people's problems. Dude, I listen to people's problems every day. I just, I don't know. And I could be a qualified psychiatrist, probably better than most of these ones with a PhD. Like, yeah, I just right. sit there and listen to people that's, talk to themselves. That's, that's a load of crap. Like, I walk into somebody's room, and I see them talking to themselves in the corner, and then they start cutting up shit. All right. You, <laughs> cutting up what? Just anything. Themselves, the wall, a piece, of, a piece of paper, the couch. Jesus. And I'll just sit there like, let's talk about it. Why, why are you angry? I'll just be like, I don't fucking know, man. I've got problems. This has actually happened? Sometimes. I mean, I'll put it to you like this. When I was in uh, college... I had this one roommate who was schizophrenic. Yeah. And there would be moments and episodes where he would lock himself in the room. Yeah. And he would, like, go through these, like, phases where he was, just, like, so anxious that he felt like there were voices in his head just talking to him all the time. Mm-hmm. Or he'd have, like, this weird, like, aura shit where he'd, like, see, like, certain auras over people, like, certain shadows. Like, he said, like, I have, like, this shadow over me and it's always cold or some shit like that. And I never really understood it. Yeah, that's uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't want somebody to tell me that. But no, he's doing. <laughs> but he's doing fine now. He's doing great now. But um, yeah, it was really weird because he had like these episodes where he would talk to himself, where he would feel like there are people talking to him. Did you have to like talk him out of these sometimes? Yeah, and, like, don't, don't get him through it. Way too many times to me to count. That's good. Like there were times where I'd have to sit with hey, him no, in the. No, not coming in here. Fuck you guys. Uh, there were times where I'd have to sit with him in the bathroom and just like like coax him down because he would get too drunk because he'd want the voices in his head to go away yeah that's a tough one and i'd have to like just sit his ass in the bathtub him just brim ass naked and just run like hot water all over him just to get him like to cool the fuck down well i mean that's cool of you to do that and like help him out but jesus no you're no you're in the danger zone get down jump on richard come here come here be my friend Yo, they're just taking over. What do I do about this? So, <laughs> no, I'm gonna like open up the 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 balcony door. They like to chill out there. Oh, they love that shit. Yeah. Cats, you want to escape? Hey, Stella. Uh. Luna. But yeah, like that's the type of shit that I would have to like put up with. So, yeah, I could probably be a psychiatrist if I wanted to. Oh, I was going to say, I, I, I honestly forgot what the fuck we were talking about. But no, you asked me why I'm anxious. Because I'm anxious. That's the answer. <laughs> anxious? Why, though? I'm just, it's just it's just. What something do you got to be I've, anxious about? Everything. I've, I've been anxious, anxious my whole life. It's just. You're just anxious about being around people? Or is it no, just you personally? Well, yeah, but or? no, no, no. You're not doing this. This isn't happening. <laughs> oh, oh! I feel sad. We've done this before. That's why I don't want to do this. Uh, I want to do this. <laughs> dude. Oh, damn it! I have we to talked get about this before. Here, 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 here. 
Here. Oh, fuck, I'm, I'm fucking up already. I'm not even fucked up. What? Oh, you want me to smoke a blunt? Yeah, smoke. Brad, just put this out. It'll bring you back to Earth. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I'm okay now. Woo! It's like a Snickers bar. <laughs> it's not you. You're not it's you not, without not your you. stuff. You yeah. better? Yeah. Better. Good. Because I wanted to talk to you about this immortality shit that I was like, oh, yeah. On like a hype train about. So, like, there was these two pieces of media that I've watched, like Groundhog Day and Altered Carbon. I've never seen Groundhog Day, believe that or not. That's a really funny ass movie. Honestly, my entire time, I thought that was about a groundhog on Groundhog's Day. <laughs> yup. But no, so basically it's about this anchor who goes to this punk-ass town in Pennsylvania, and it's on Groundhog Day, and he ends up getting checked into this hotel, but he keeps waking up on the same day over and over and over again, and he keeps living out the same day, and he can't escape it. Is it a bad day? No, it's just a normal-ass day in the middle of, like, on of all days, Groundhog Day. And he's not getting older? No, not he getting He has to old. be getting older. No, he's not getting older. His body is not getting older. No, 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 nothing's His changing. physical presence is not getting older. No. If he no. did it for 10 years, he'd be the same age. Yeah. That's like the end of Doctor Strange. Yeah. So he's basically in, he's basically in a time loop where he's just yeah. trapped in the same day over and over and over again, and he has to make peace with himself or find a way to like break through it. And eventually he does. I can't oh, remember boy. how, though, but he's basically going through the same day. Is that you just try to not spoil the film? Do no. you really know how, but you just don't want to say it? I mean, I do, but I'm not going to spoil it. All right. But anyway, so he's going through the same day over and over and over again, and he's having, like, a personal crisis. When he first gets, like, uh, through the situation, he's like, how do I escape this? But when he comes to terms with it, he's like, I'm going to start doing some reckless-ass shit. But once he gets bored of that, and then he starts, like, wanting to, like, off himself. Like, there's one point where he'll take oh. a toaster, where he sits in a bathtub, plugs a toaster into the wall, and drops the toaster in the fucking bathtub with him in it. He didn't die? No, he dies, but he wakes up the next day, and it's still the same day. It's still that Groundhog Day. It's still him waking up in that bed in that hotel. Aye, aye. <laughs> like he he can kill himself, Doctor Strange, but it won't, but he won't break out of the loop. Or he'll like, dude. This one point in the movie where he takes a fucking truck, he snatches a groundhog, drives, goes dude, on I a. I want to hit this blood, man. No, I'm good. You dude, sure? What yeah, time? I'm sure. No, no, I'm sure. Aye. Goes on a crazy spree, gets the cops to have to like hunt his ass down, and he drives off a fucking ravine at a construction site and blows himself the fuck up. And wakes up the next. And wakes up the next day in the same exact spot. Nothing's changed. <coughs> and then, um, also to point that off, there's this show called Altered Carbon, where human beings. Wait. Hmm? Wait. What's up? Just say how it ends. And I'll bleep it if I have to. Say it real quick. So Le- least amount of words as possible. Least amount of words. He breaks the cycle by, uh, how, and eventually when he, it eventually breaks the cycle and. Was he a dick? Oh yeah, he was a total dick. Alright. And then he gets all like philosophical and shit like that. It's like some Jim Carrey, but what was that movie? Uh, Liar Liar. Is that what it's called? I thought it was Bruce Almighty. That one too. Where he got like the power of God. Was he in another one? Am I tripping? The mask. <laughs> yeah, that one too, but I don't know what... Alright, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah. Altered Carbon? Yeah. So, our Altered Carbon is a um, uh, sci-fi series on Netflix where human beings have found this uh, ancient old-ass alien technology that they've able to reverse engineer. When you say ancient, what are you talking about? Like, uh, have you played Halo? Um, well... 
No, I, I never owned it. I never. I, I don't know what it's about. I just played it on online mode at a friend's house a bunch of times. Well, think so. of it like this. Think about these wild-ass uh, conspiracy theories that say, like, there was these old civilizations that had all this advanced technology, but now they're all dead. All right. And we have no evidence of, like, figuring out whether they did or didn't exist. Right. But think of it like that, except we find out that these ancient aliens did exist, but they're all dead. But their technology is, like, left behind and shit like that. Right. So we take this piece of technology, it's kind of like a chip, kind of like a USB drive. What's up? Do any of them still exist? No. Positive? Positive. Okay. They're all dead. All right. So they get the technology, and they're able to back up your consciousness. Basically, you as in right now, they're able to back it up on a disc. And if your body dies, the disc is able to keep your memories and personality and everything intact. And you can be plugged back into another... Vessel. Yeah, another physical um, uh, body, and it's still you. I mean, the body may not be you, but the personality, the traits, you know, everything that's metaphysical about you, like your thoughts. Your when you're not in a vessel, are you alive? Yes. How? What are you, in a computer? Yep, you're in the chip. And you talk to it through a screen or some shit? No, you're in the chip. Do you make a? Do you make decisions when you're in the chip? No? No. Basically, so somebody controls your life, always. To an extent. It just depends because there's like laws and shit written out with like how you can do it. Like there's death and then there's real death. Like you can... <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Like that's li- that's li- that's literally a thing in like um the show where if your physical body dies but the chip is still intact, that's just like, you know, the body is destroyed. It's like destroying a piece of property because now your body is a piece of property. But the chip is now you. But if someone destroys the body and the chip, then you're gone for good. But if you can like keep the chip intact, and if you're very, really like rich, 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 like mega rich, you can have your memories downloaded onto like a specific like piece of software beyond the chip that acts up as like a uh, hard drive, like a storage hard drive. So, it, all right. So this show, how many seasons is it in right now? Uh, season two just released uh, last month. How many episodes per season? Uh, ten per season. And when did it come out? Uh, it first came out in 2018. Altered Carbon. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. But yeah, the whole thing about that in Groundhog Day, it got me thinking about, you know, the whole idea of, like, um, uh, immortality and shit like that. And, like, would we be able to handle that? Like, think about it. <laughs> if we were able to find a way to just live forever for, like, hundreds, thousands of years, I mean, would we get bored with life? Like, what would we do with ourselves Bro, if we it's found that out? Same question. Like, what would we do with ourselves if we had, like, all the time in the world, but. Yeah, we would, uh, lose there, our there minds. Was, there was, like, no like, point to, like, living. Like, it's death like Thor. Didn't... How old is Thor? Like, 2,000 years old or some shit? 1,500 years old. <laughs> right. Dude's fucking old. And he looks so, like a dude in his 30s. Right. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on what I'm doing. If I'm living this life. Mm hmm. Um, do I get any chances of like, like progressing from my current stage or am I in my current stage forever every day? Is that the question? Well, like I guess immortality, that... is it just forever living no matter how much you accomplish? Cause if that's the case, then the Cause see, that's be... also a part of the question itself. Cause I mean, as time goes by, do you as a person like progress or does there like reach a point where you just like max out who you are and then you're just like, never, there's going to be ups and downs to everyone. A lot it's of like, people are going to go broke and never come back. I don't know. 
it's like, yeah, I've come this far. There's Just no point in changing that, me. Though. There's no point in changing me. Imagine if Jeff Bezos never died. He would own the world. Oh, God. Well, imagine if, like, Trump or, Why like, am I on Jeff Bezos right now? Imagine if Trump or, um, um... Uh, <laughs> Bill Gates never died. Like, shit. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Did you see that, uh... Putin just got, uh... Oh, God, imagine him living forever. <laughs> Holy fuck. I mean, he, didn't he just... <laughs> I think I just read something today where he's, like, gonna be the president until 2036. Just passed. The, they, they, <laughs> they did President something. for life. Yeah, I think that's what I just read. I don't know. I could be crazy. See, now I have to look it up. I believe it. I mean, Russia isn't really a democracy. I'm just gonna type in... Pu- How do you say it? Putin? Putin. P-U-T-I-N. Putin. Putin. Comrade Putin, will you bring us back the old days of Soviet <laughs> Russia till we did exterminate the Americans and destroy them? On Wednesday, both houses of parliament overwhelmingly backed the charges that could keep Putin in power until 2035 <clears throat> if he won and completed two more terms as president. Holy fuck. President for life, guys. Man, who would want that, though? I mean, seriously, it's just, it's like the next step is just straight up dictatorship yeah how long has he been in office over there god for like years now dude like that dude's been in the media since I was like a kid and that was way back in the early 2000s has he always been like a fucking enemy like always I guess I mean if you count like the whole like rival rivalry between the United States and Russia yeah <clears throat> I mean the more things change, the more they stay the same. New people show up and shit like that. Like, Putin is just the next, like, you know, person to fill in the blank of, like, you know, such and such or such and such. Because there's always going to be somebody new to fill in the blanks. They all keep the same kind of ideologies over there? <clears throat> I guess. I mean, <clears throat> I don't think a lot of Russians are, like, thinking of, like, the old communist ways. But I think a lot of them really miss the old days where the, U- where the USSR or Russia was, like, a predominant power in the world. And I think a lot of them really want to shape the world the way they want it to, the same way we're doing right now as right. a superpower. Right. So, I mean, the guy with the biggest stick oftentimes is the one that dictates how the world is going to be run. Yep. True. Is it true that he's, like, the richest man in the world, realistically? Who, Putin? Yeah. I don't know. Would you debate it? As fiction if someone said it i probably would i'd argue that there are other people with a lot more power and influence i mean shit i'd argue that the people at opec have more power than he does what the fuck is opec opec is like a fucking shipping distribution warehouse it's an oil conglomerate of the most oil rich nations in the world oil Think of it as like a block of like um, uh, businessmen and statesmen that are like running the show as far as like the oil distribution of the world. Oh boy, yeah. So they hold the cards on like pricing. They hold the cards on the distribution of oil, who gets it, at what price, and how much do they get. All right, why why am I keep why do I keep always relating to? I keep going back to who has the most fucking money. Why am I obsessed with that? I think you're just obsessed with, like, you know, the idea of power and what brings to it. And the most relevant thing that brings power nowadays is money. Yeah, that is it. I don't know, man. 
my fucking utopia. Well, what would be your utopia? Not that. Well, I know it wouldn't be money, but what would it be? It wouldn't be anything. <laughs> that's not a utopia. <laughs> no, nah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't have those likeness. types of rules. Like, what do you mean? Like, what? What would it be? What What does that mean? What is What is the it in your question? Well, how would your world or utopia be structured? What would you want in it? What would be your laws? What would be your social practices? Oh boy! What would your uh, military look like? What Let me make your... a PowerPoint. Let me make a. <laughs> I'd have to write all this down, page by page. Because this shit comes with a laundry list. Chapter of things. by chapter. Basically. It would be pretty dope, though. I think I can make something dope. Like, think about it. Like, imagine, like, creating your own nation and just defining, like, you know, like, what it would be called, who would be in charge, what would it what would the practices be, what would be the norms of the culture be, what's its history, and all that shit. How did it come to be? What does it hope to achieve in the future? Or is it better to just accept that people are the way they are? No. No, because if we did that, then we would be accepting that feudal lords have reign over poor people. Okay, so how about we accept people are the way they are, but um, make rules and laws around that aspect? How would that be? Or so how would just that like work? changing it from like... This is so stupid that we're talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> what you think about it, this is so stupid. It's like we're making a video game or something. It's, but I don't know, bro. It's just... I feel like we could... we would People would still be able to have flaws. Okay. Things to um, learn from, you mm -hmm. know? The ability to progress. Right. Right. I like that idea. So I would... So I understand the idea of a class of, like, higher lower you know the scale has to be realistic the people who are lower class shouldn't be like poor dirt poor dirt poor you know like jumping into like yeah the nearby there shouldn't creek. be a struggle they just don't have the dope the dope shit or you know just running with uh gangs and shit with ak <laughs> yeah for real yeah at like 12 years old yeah Running around like Kofi twenty twelve eight I got, year old i got around ak's yeah no. i got i got be child soldiers and shit like that i yeah, know the poorest people on the planet would be people who had homes and food mm. and the ability to So basically life. the idea of like poor people would just be like middle class people that we have today. Low middle class. Low middle class? Not struggling, but just a lifestyle that does not require extravagance in any aspect. Ah, uh, I gotcha. You know? I feel you. Okay, that makes sense. So what and would the, the middle class look like? Middle class would look like the higher middle class now. Okay. You know, but with less. Uh, like if I had this apartment, but with three more rooms and like a bigger, like upstairs, downstairs, like the quality of this is a good apartment, but like the space is small. <laughs> it's right. small. So if like this would be like a uh, middle class mm -hmm. situation, and then rich would be people who had really nice houses, like the nice houses you see in some of those little hilly areas over there. I don't fucking know what it's called. Ah, uh, I see. I got gotcha. you. Like Brentwood. Brentwood, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. No, no, I feel you. The only thing you'd have to make sure is that there's no, like, metal gates, like, keeping people out. No undesirables to come into the neighborhood. It wouldn't be that section, though. It would be just how it is today. It would just be, it would just be no overdosing on super dope. No need to have three beach houses and all of that, mm. you know? I feel you. I feel and you on that. Four, four boats and... 
No. Hmm. That's interesting. In order to make the poor, poorest poor, not poor, mm-hmm. and make them live comfortable enough to call themselves humans on a planet they love, mm-hmm. you know, they would have to be funded with all of the bullshit that the rich people already buy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, God. So all of the multiple planes and jets. Cesar Chavez up in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm running for office. Free my people, you fucks. <laughs> yeah. Where's prisons? My yeah, another thing. Prisons. The fuck's going on in private owned prisons and shit? Like, come on, Don't bro. Don't look at me, man. I didn't set the system up to where I mean, I was just, make money <laughs> off of people. I, didn't, I, didn't, I was asking you, like, you're the one who orchestrates this shit. I'm like, just, hey, guys, I got a great idea. How about we put people in jail and make money off of it? Like, all you dumbass cops, I want you to find the shittiest person you can find out there, lock his ass up, and then we get our money for the day. And then yeah, I get you. Wild. And then I get you your stipend for the evening. Isn't that crazy? How a rich person can like purchase land, and create a prison, and get paid for it. Oh yeah, that's crazy. It's fucking ridiculous. But that's the reality we live in. Like somebody actually had to come up with the idea within like a group, in like a room with other people, come up with this idea and then put it into play, and then have like a system in order to get like your money. And also get the people as part of the government. To, Which like, can give incentive to, to cops to just put people in it to get oh, yeah, more money yeah. to get circulated. Why do you think they got quotas? Oh my god, <laughs> this is so corrupt. Yeah, in my utopia, there would be none of that. There would be none of that shit. Yeah, oh, what the fuck's shit on? black marketing. Oh my <laughs> lord, this world is doity. It's <laughs> a doity ass shit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Bobby. God damn it, Bobby. Bobby, it's... it's... <laughs> But no, I feel you, man. Like, that, that'd probably be the first thing that I'd want to correct if I was ever to, like, you know, just build yeah, private a world prisons. Or, or government my own. Cause I've always reform. Because I've always looked at it as, like, you know, that's not a, that's not the private sector's job to do is to deal with, like, criminal justice. That's a – that should yeah. be a specifically yeah, yeah, public yeah, sector yeah, yeah. slash government-led human, property. It's human. It's human. I mean, not property, but a project. Human rights. It's, like – like yeah, even, it's weird. Humans like are even terrible. beyond that, Why, just like the, with us? like even beyond that, just like the, the philosophical poisons. concept of just like allowing companies to like run By prisons, humans. Because at that point, then By. you have to do it for profit. And what do you have to do for profit? But in a way, it's to... slavery, bro. They're buying human beings for money, mm-hmm. and they're making them do things, and they're making money off of it. Yeah, yeah, it's it. fucked it's up. Like modern day slavery. It's fucked up. Hell, our state has like one of the largest number of private prisons. Uh, my stomach hurts. Your boy's dying. No, nah, this shit is whack, man. No, it is whack. Prisons. But yeah, that'd be the first thing for for me to like fix is like you know, no private owned prisons. Yeah. That'd be that'd be the first thing in my utopia. Uh, what would be the next thing in my utopia? Oh, I would rewrite the fucking Second Amendment in my utopia. I would rewrite that shit for long. How so? For so okay. This is interesting. So, so this so this is like my like um uh, referenda of how I would r- work and interpret and employ the Second Amendment here mm-hmm. in the states. So for me, it's like this. Um, think of it like. Say a situation where if you're um, uh, a legally um, uh, bound uh, gun owner, you could only bring a specific class of firearm into public. Yep. And for me, it would only be um, uh, 
handgun or pistol base. Mm-hmm. No SMGs, no shotguns, no none of that. I agree. And if you do go into public with said item, you have to keep a permit badge on you at all times. You also have meaning that you have to be a permit registered person in order to carry that in public. Does it have to be showing or no? Uh, no, it doesn't necessarily have to be showing, but the permit has to be on them in the event Does that... Does it have to be presented before shooting? Does it have to be presented? It can be presented after shooting. Okay. Presented after shooting, but the permit in and of itself has to be on the person at all times. Um, I don't think that you necessarily have to have a permit in order to purchase a firearm, but you have to have the permit in order to carry the, the firearm publicly. Mostly because if you're going to have a firearm, that's more of private ownership within the privacy of your own domain. And once you come into the so public... You don't, how do you feel about like mental evaluations for guns? I, I would also put that into play. Okay. I think firearm, firearms owners should go through mental evaluations either every six months or every year. Right. To ensure that they are of stable condition. I believe that... It should be four months. Three at, times a year. Uh, I don't think people you never know people going through ups and downs uh, make you... that, that'd be hard to get away with what do you I, mean I by can... mental evaluations and a full diagnosis like a but, full evaluation. like a full like a full psychoanalysis alright yeah six months is cool then. yeah yeah cause cause, <laughs> cause that's the thing for me is that I want to get like the full like bread and butter just like get it done and yeah, this true, is something that, true and this you don't is want so... the people enraged right and this is something like going through a full psychoanalysis bro that takes like a fucking week or two to like go through yeah so I know how people would like just hate having to go through that true but yeah i would do that uh, all right so is that it for the handgun class yeah that's it for the handgun class Let's move on to the uh the bigger guns yeah um uh, <laughs> like call of duty you're going through the class no, no we're not going into the call of duty area but we are going into the are submachine guns and shotguns are they in the same class no submachine guns no citizens do not need submachine guns that's way right, too dangerous. Cool. We live, so shotguns. We went through the era of Al Capone and dirty gangs cool. and shit like that. And we, I agree. And we deal with enough gang violence as it is with a bunch of dipshits getting guns on no the black Uzis. market. No Uzis. No Uzis, no MP5s, no makeshift uh, <laughs> handheld nail guns where you're just going yeah. <laughs> into your neighbor's front lawn because right. their fucking cat ate up your garden. All right. But no, no. no. So shotguns? Shotguns I'm okay with, but it just depends on the brand and type. What about attachments? No, you know what? That's a big thing. I don't like attachments on firearms for civilians. civilians so the non, the no, there wouldn't even be attachments. No, unless it's sweep, like a, unless how do you it's sweep like a, the bad guys. For every bad guy with a gun, there's a good one. I don't even. I just made that quote up. I don't even know if that's real. No, that's a real quote. But like, um, uh, yeah. What do we? What do you do about those guys having the scopes and the uh, MP5s that are already on the streets? Uh, find them and then uh, just take them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just uh, confiscate the property. Don't arrest the person. Give them that, a fine. Yeah, fine them. And if they don't turn in the item, then confiscate the property. At that point, you know you're doing what you need to do. Yeah. Because one of the big things I don't like people owning is silencers. I don't like the idea of citizens. How owning do you silencers. correct people in bad situations? What if you don't? Uh... <laughs> hmm. What if you? What if you? They're just gonna keep abusing the uh, the the law. Oh, trust me. They, trust me. The, trust me. You'll punish them. You'll punish right. them by garnishing their wages and taking Garnish. their property. Yeah, pro- and then they go and steal. They go and, and rob at, people's homes and then kill at that, them. Then at that point, you throw them in jail. I mean, 
we're we're past the threshold of the whole property issue, but once you start breaking into somebody's house, yeah, then you get into like <laughs> actual like crimes and shit okay, like that. Alright, I got you, I got you. So for the gun law, so for most like super bad laws, you like, all right, this is your strike. We're not gonna even put you in jail for a couple strikes, but once you start like hurting people, yeah, so you can like break the law and be like, bruh, you really got like one more try. If we catch you again, you're going to jail. Well, it just depends on the certain law because, like, every law has, like, a certain, like, um, uh, punishment or penalty that comes with it. Well, what if the penalty is just undoing said crime by doing what the person you did the crime to, doing what they say to repay for said crime? Well, I feel like that's just going in a loop and overcomplicating it because <laughs> at that point, you're just... Well, what are they... How are you going to punish someone... Well, one, you don't want to punish somebody for something that isn't really like. How do you correct need someone to, like, for that? Well, simple. You explain. sympathize with them and take them to counseling. Yeah. All right, then there you go. That's a beautiful answer. Yeah, easily. I'm like, I'm not gonna throw somebody in fucking jail. Like, like somebody's got a silencer and the law is, you know, no silencers. I'm not gonna throw you in fucking jail for that. Why right. The fu- why the fuck would I do that? That's pointless. Silencers are. That's that's stupid. I mean, I'm going to confiscate the silencer, and if you try to, you know, buy another one or you still have it and you haven't turned it in yet, then I'm going to garnish your wages. And if over a certain period of time you haven't done that yet, then I'm just going to confiscate the property and just give you counseling for it. And then if you start breaking into people's houses trying to steal shit, that's when you're That's when he's like, okay, you're going to jail because you fucking broke the law of dun, like dun. breaking and entering. <laughs> right. I mean, that's just that's, that's just simple law. It's like you break it into somebody's house to steal some shit. Makeshift bow rockets and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Once you start, like, harming people. Like, yeah, at that point you go to jail. That can alter people. Yeah, at that point you just you go to jail because you're breaking social contract at that point. There you go. I like your little Utah. All right, so now no, no assault rifles at all? No. Well, then no, uh... I, that, that's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. I'm going to get to that one. But back to the level that we were on that class, Shotties. like sh- shotguns yeah. and like uh, hunting rifles and shit like that. Yeah, I'd let people carry those, <laughs> but not in the public and like public sectors, like into uh, just out in public. Like, did you see that um uh, that protest, that huge protest that went in Virginia because of like a new gun law that they were put putting in Virginia to expand um uh, I think it was background checks and shit like that, and the banning of like certain types of firearms for people to own mm-hmm. and it was just like it was it, it meant to act as like a public statement but i just sat there thinking like what's the point because i mean i mean i get it you want to protect your second amendment rights and you want to protect your property and all that shit but don't do some big dick situation where you're going to put yourself at risk or you're just giving people that already don't agree with your like viewpoints more ammo to just bag on you with Right. Or worse comes to worst, you you scare the living hell out of these people, and then you give them a reason to want to take your firearms away. Right. So that didn't help at all. But yeah, I, as far as like uh, hunting rifles, hunting shotguns, people can own those. They can keep those in their personal property, at their in their own domain. They can take them to like shooting ranges. Charlie. Charlie, you bastard! What are you doing? Come here. Come here, you bastard! Anyway, they can take them to hunting. They can take them to like um, uh, gun ranges. They can take them to hunting sites, but they can't carry them around in public. I feel like that's too much of a danger, and it's just too much of a hassle in and of itself. I mean, why would you want to carry around a big ass twenty-two caliber hunting rifle with you into a fucking store? That's just inconvenience in and of itself. But you can still travel with it, but it has to be locked in your vehicle, and it has to be. And this is the big one for me. It has to be um, uh, 
deconstructed. The rifle in and of itself, like, you know how rifles are, like, put together. They're taken apart with all their compartments and stuff, and they're put back together, right? I feel like that has to be taken apart, locked in a specific, like, case. And then that case has to be locked within the vehicle in and of itself. So that nobody can get their hands on it, and that way it's secure. And if somebody does try to break into your vehicle, then it takes them time to actually have to find out how to actually put the fucking rifle together. Because nine times out of ten, I promise you, these fuckheads that are trying to rob you for a weapon... They're not going to take the time to try and put that thing together if they right. don't even have it like available to them to right. begin with. Isn't that in a fucking movie? It's in several movies. Dude's, like I... putting guns together, like yeah, like sniper movies. Because yeah, yeah, that's where I saw it. I remember this one big movie back in the day called Shooter, and it had Mark Wahlberg in it. Yep, I think that's the one I was watching. I think that's the one I'm referring to. But yeah, and as far as assault rifles go, that okay, this is going to be the tricky one. Citizens can be allowed to carry AR-15s, but the same parameters that I talked about with um, hunting rifles and hunting shotguns have to be applied to AR-15 owners. And in order to purchase or own an AR-15, you have to first be a proven licensed firearms owner for at least five years before you can purchase the firearm. And of course, like, pass some sort of test. Yeah. But also just to have, like, a record of showing, like, yeah. you know, you're a firearm owner and yeah, you have not like committed, like, crimes. Yeah, that's, like, the prerequisite is the time, the mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about fully automatic? No. Non-existent? No. No. Illegal. Semi-automatic, how fast? As fast as you can? No, no bull pip, no bull pip, um, uh, butt stocks. That shit is garbage. That is a, that's a that's a con man's way of getting past the automatic um, uh, firearms yeah. law, because it's dog shit. Because anybody could set that up, and it's not semi-automatic. I can tell you right now, semi-automatic firing does not work the same way as a bullpip. Like if you watch any like trained like firearms individuals with semi-automatic weapons, now those fuckers can fire that shit fast enough, fast in and of itself. But you got a bull pip on, and that shit would fire just as quickly as a regular automatic rifle, and most people wouldn't even be able to tell the difference because of just all the chaos going on in it. So no, no, no automatic weapons, and no cheating out of it, and most importantly, which I think is a real important thing now, no 3D printing modeled firearms. Whoa, that's a that. That's a thing. Uh, I do not believe citizens should be allowed 3D printers if they're going to use the 3D printer to print and create their own personal firearms because those firearms are not licensed, registered on the books, and those could easily be sold under the table in black market deals. Are they like? <laughs> are they high quality? Like what? They're not high quality, but it's Pandora's box for me. Yeah, it is. Because once you open the door, then the floodgate comes in after time. And given time, they might not be great now, but given another 10, 20, or even 30 years from now, the technology advancing and being able to do better with um, uh, photo print copying, like physical items, 3D printing, that shit could get better and the situation could be worse. You could see thousands, if not millions, of firearms going under the table, unregistered. Uh. And well, um, <clears throat> okay, so 3D printing, right? Yeah. 
what's the material like is there a variety of materials can you get really what's the impact uh ah shit i can't create grenades with that then right that's a good question i don't know theoretically no theoretically at the moment i don't think so but then again i don't know enough about 3d printing with firearms for that but so when you say weapons and firearms what are you talking about just like regular weapons and firearms like handguns assault rifles pistols made out of plastic pretty much well they could be made out of any type of material if the material is good enough and that's why i went back to the whole pandora's box thing because while certain materials may not work out right now in the future those materials could easily break and down be broken down and used so theoretically all you need is like a template yeah and then you're good basically you can create whatever you want to on the scale of like that cup right there basically because <laughs> i mean that's all it takes is the template and the concept and if it's given enough time to grow then it goes completely out of hand because think of it like think about the car when the car was first put to test nobody thought that fucking thing was going to work everybody thought horses and buggies were going to be the big thing in sensation well, what's the point hmm? what's the point of a 3d printer what's the point if we can manufacture these things anyways to just have your own thing or to like self build so your it's own all property. for like individuals yeah not for a corporation how could corporations benefit off it do you think they can't well they could but they'd have to have 3d printing specified for their location aren't they already in a way 3d printing with their molds already just flat pressing them on fucking manufacturing lines that's one way of looking at it yeah but of course if you just advance it and you make it cheaper to make and cheaper to use without having to go through all these like obstacles in order to make one specific thing. Yeah. Then yeah, they take it because that's the whole thing about like, you know, uh economics. Make a product as cheaply as you can so that you can sell it at a better price and make more money off of it. Oh boy. Oh boy. I just gave you a lot to think about, didn't I? <laughs> I mean just it all relates to the same thing. It all relates to the number one thing. That's how scumbag-ish we are as a human race. <laughs> the things we focus on. Damn, you really have no hope for the human race? It's not no hope. I just hate how stupid we are. Like, there's so many things. <laughs> there's such a waste of fucking time. And I'm involved in a bunch of them, so I'm a hypocrite. Because I'm not bashing people that do certain things that are bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, yeah, I am. I am bashing you for doing things that are bullshit. But I do a lot of bullshit things too, so I'm bashing myself as well. But like, is know. it like a self-reflection of what you would like to see from Not, other people? Uh, what do you mean self-reflection? Like, think of it like this: you see like faults in yourself, and you recognize similar faults in other people. I see their faults first, and then I see mine that relate to theirs. Okay. So would so in your mind, you feel like why do those faults exist? And if there was a way of changing those faults, you feel like it should be made or done yeah it's worth it's worth addressing yeah okay i know okay. my issues and i, I <laughs> here we go we always talk about my fucking issues <laughs> that was going on here <laughs> think of it as self-therapy this is a way of helping you no help me help you christian yeah but yeah that's what it that's what it goes back to it's just you know what do you want out of life in and of self and what do you want the world to look like in your eyes and I think it's noble that a lot of people want to make like this whole you know utopian society or this idea of like how you would want the world to be 
But I really don't think you could ever do that. It's impossible. I mean, who, who, unless we got the Avengers, that's the only. Oh way God! It's and even they argue with each other all the time. They It'll make it work though. They fucking hate each other half the time. <laughs> It'll take them like fifteen years worth of movies, but they'll figure it out. <laughs> Dude, they already made like fifteen years worth of movies already. <laughs> that's pretty much what we need. That's what we need. An Avengers team yeah, or an need. Overwatch team. Yeah, we need to figure out all the a, answers. A superhero army. Oh, shit. I'd oh, man, just stop bringing up Overwatch. It hurts my soul, bro. No, no, well, just the idea of like having like a superhero army, that's frightening to me. It was nice to play last night. I appreciate you bringing the Xbox over. Oh, no problem, man. Yeah, because I sold my PlayStation two months ago. <laughs> I'm sorry shit didn't work out as the way you had wanted it to. But are you going to get the PlayStation 5? Facts, yeah. Yeah, last night I did play pretty bad, right? I played pretty decent in the beginning, and then I played trash. Well, think of it like this. You haven't been in the game for, like, months now, right? Yeah, two, two and a half months. So you're going to be rusty at it when compared to, like, me and Drew. And me and Drew were, like, stoned off our fucking gourd. Yeah. Just trying to play, and we were just managing to, like, get by. Right. But if you saw, like, me playing sober, then you'd be like, holy fuck. But there are other games that I want to play, too. You know, I want to play the new Star Wars game, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I want to play that shit. I really do. You know, I'm still training my body not to have, like, a gagging or a gut-wrenching feeling when I hear the word Star Wars. Uh, I used oh. to want to just throw up every oh, time I heard that. Oh, shit. Yeah, but I'm working on it. Damn. That's heartbreaking. But, yeah, I want to play that. Still I... haven't watched the movie I told you I would watch. Ah, don't worry about it. No, I need to do it. See, that's what we were talking about yesterday. I tell people I'll do things when I know I don't know if I can be able to do it. I'm not your parole officer. I'm not going to make you do shit that you don't want to do. I I need to stop doing that, though. I need to stop telling people I'll do things and be there for them, and I'm not there because I'm a fucking piece of shit. (laughs) You sound like Jeffrey Epstein right now. I was like, I'm a piece of shit, and I know it. Bro, don't ever... Put him and I in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> For like a piece of shit. I know it. Did he really say that? Uh, no, no. Well, here's the funny thing. I don't think he ever admitted it full out, but you can tell that fucker's a scumbag. Like that dude would walk into like court on like crutches and shit like that. Or like with a cane. And just act like the victim. But that fucker got what he deserved. 23 fucking years. I'm glad they put the... They yeah, threw the fucking book in his face. he hung himself. I'm one of those people. We're not going to talk about that either. What the fuck? <laughs> when was that? Like four months ago? No, that was just recently, like a, cu- a couple of days ago. What was? The Jeffrey Epstein um, uh, trial. They sentenced him. He finally got sentenced. 23 years. 23 years? That was fucking Harvey Weinstein. Oh, I thought that was Jeffrey Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my bad. Jeffrey Epstein is the guy who had like the fucking... Sex Island of like little kids. Oh God, I fucked up real bad. I yeah, like, no Weiss. better, no worse. Oh shit! God Oops. damn it, Stella, get out! Oops, no, not uh, Jeffrey Epstein, but Harvey Weinstein. God damn, I suck. I mean, that's what I did last last week with uh, Woodrow Wilson and fucking Winston Churchill. That just shows you how good I am at keeping up with modern people. I suck at that shit. But no, uh, Harvey Weinstein got the book thrown at him. 23 years for uh, sexual harassment, sexual abuse, yeah, and sexual assault. You know what's wild is he, um, like, you, you, you could be, like, watching a movie, mm-hmm. 
and then like at the end of it you'll real you'll see like who directed it mm-hmm. and it'll be his name and you'll be like wait what the fuck did I just watch that happened to me I forgot what it was I watched but it happened to me oh it was the Khalif Browder thing I was telling you about last week mm. it all comes full circle the Khalif Browder thing I was telling you about last week the kid who was on Rikers Island mm-hmm. and when he got out he killed himself that was directed by him holy shit I guess directed is the word it's not a movie it's directed it's not it's produced well you can still direct a documentary alright so okay it was him and Jay-Z. It just made me think, like, damn. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? I wonder how Jay-Z feels about that right now. Currently, right? That's an interesting... I thought that same exact thought. Dude, I can't imagine how many people in Hollywood, like, suck this guy off, and now that he's, like... You mean literally? To... Well, maybe not literally, but a lot of people, like, owed their career, so, like... Hey, no, get down, bro. It's not happening. Like, a lot of people owe, like, I feel like they owe, like, their um, uh, Hollywood career to this guy, and they praise him as, like, being the god. Like, Meryl Streep, even at um, an award ceremony, called Harvey Weinstein, like, god. Oh, wow. And I can't help but think, like, now you're backtracking on it because he finally got caught. Yeah. Or did you know that he was doing this shit? Or were you just afraid to speak up for whatever reason to lose your status in that, a certain way? That, too. Allegedly. That, too. That's why I hate Hollywood culture, man. Yeah. It's kind of like you'll, you'll um, turn a cheek or some type of, yeah, turn a cheek turn essentially cheek in a way and shut your mouth. Like, dude, about... I, dude, have you seen the Rick, the Ricky Gervais roast at the Golden Globes? Yeah, that was gold. Dude, he fucking roasted the living oh, shit man. out of those motherfuckers. And I just loved how the, they didn't my, my know favorite what the parts, fuck to react to. My too. favorite parts literally weren't even the jokes. It was the parts where he would. It was at the end of just about every really tough joke. He would just go, "I don't care." I don't care. I don't care. Like yo, and it's I just know like it's your friend, but like, I don't fucking he, care. He, bro, he said it so many times. Like I don't care. I don't care. And literally, it started getting so long into the show. He's like, I don't fucking care. He's like starting to get pissed on stage. I was just like, this is golden. I love it. God, Ricky Gervais is just a fucking clown, man. I yeah. love that guy. Well, the show itself as well, like three hours. The Golden Globes, it's like two hours. Jesus Christ! I was like, it's like it's a it's an award show where everybody goes to suck each other off and get drunk at. Pretty much. They just pat themselves on the back and then get drunk. Pretty much. But your boy finally got the recognition he deserved. Who? Joaquin. Yeah. For Joker. Got finally got the Golden Globe Award and the Academy Award. Yep. And he had... I, yo. Fucking hats off to Joaquin, man. Pe- the most socially awkward actor in Hollywood. And he makes, like, the best speeches. It's wild. Oh, yeah. Because he embraces his... Uh, his awkwardness. Awkwardness. And he embraces, like... He doesn't try to really fight... His struggles when he's speaking. It pulls out like some really raw moments. Oh yeah, like dude. And it's all throughout his career too. Oh like, yeah. He has incredibly raw moments on like one on one shows, like talk shows. Mm-hmm. Very dope moments on the spot moments. Either that or he'll just troll the fuck out of people. Did you see his interview with uh, Letterman back in the yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. Like dude was like walking in there with a yes. full on like man beard yes. and shades. And was just fucking with Letterman the entire time, and I couldn't help but think to myself, like, this guy's trolling him. This guy is trolling the oh, shit out of Letterman. He's an incredible actor, man. He, dude, he's been in a lot of good shit. Gladiator, uh, Walk the Line. How do you even grade actors, though? How do we? How do we? Well, who do we think we are to say one's better than the other? I guess it just depends on the caliber of acting, what they're putting into the role. 
and what emotions are emitting from you based on the role. Like, think of it like this. Like, if you could compare, like, uh, Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix on the Joker, like, what do, you, what do you feel when you compare, like, those two Jokers? I feel like Joaquin did a way better acting job. Because I feel like they're both on the same level, but mostly because they're playing two I very like different types Heath's, of, like, people. Yeah, Heath's Joker is way cool, cooler. It's, like, edgier, and it's, like, way more calcul- calculated and tactical. Mm-hmm. And I like it a lot and he did a really good job of playing it it was something we've never seen but as far as like the acting ability of the role like in that movie he just had to play somebody who was a little off who just like was sharp though it was like sharp with no me. like well well it just depends because it really goes down into like the physicality of it because Joaquin put a lot of physicality and yeah, I think that's really what yeah, separates him from it separates what was him going from on with Lee? his shoulder do you know what the fuck was going on with that I don't know his shoulder do you, do you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah I know exactly what his shoulder about. was Fucked up. I don't know what the fuck happened. The whole movie, it was janky. I'm like, what the fuck's going on with his shoulder? I don't know. Fucking a lot of place and shit. But yeah, like it just for Joaquin, it was all about, it was all about this psychological thriller of finding out how did this guy become the clown prince of crime, where in the Dark Knight, he already is the clown prince of crime. He's a fucked up guy who is trying to prove a social and philosophical statement to Batman. Exactly. His character was a character that he had to act the same from beginning to end. Right. Joaquin's character had to show growth. And it had to show fucking a tough growth. Right. That was a that was a tough watch. Oh yeah, shit. That was a really tough watch. It, it, think of it like this. Think of it like two separate like entities going down two different paths. Like Joaquin's path of the Joker was a man descending into the heart of darkness, mm-hmm. while um, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker was the embodiment of anarchy and a force of nature in and of itself, like organized chaos. Like, that's literally what the Joker was in The Dark Knight, was the allegory for anarchy and what yeah. in and of itself yeah. is. Because there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. There's no logistics. There's no, you know, plan, as he even put it in the movie. It just is. Yep. And when you let that loose, this is what you get. Whereas Joaquin's Joker was like, what happens when a person who doesn't get the treatment they need, who is abused all their lives, who comes from very low circumstances in life, mm-hmm. is dealt a very bad hand? You just walk all over them. Where do you see them going, or what choices are they going to make to find some sense of worth in this world? And if that means going down the worst possible route in order to find meaning, that's what they're going to do. And that's scary. Yep. Jeez, man. I've watched, I, think, I think I've watched that movie three times now. Maybe four maybe four and the first one was a bad watch can't lie mm. first one it was um for two different reasons one it was bad um quality because i was allegedly watching it illegally mm-hmm. and um i also had chugged a red not chugged but had a red bull maybe like an hour and a half before it so mm-hmm. i was at work so when i got out of work i came home and i watched the movie mm-hmm. and um it, my my jitters were already up and when I started like watching the movie he was doing such a good job that it like the character was being tough to watch so when right. I had anxiety building from the, the I swear to god I had the anxiety building from the Red Bull it got to a point where I couldn't watch it anymore right. I like turned it off I was like I can't do this 
it's like making me physically uncomfortable to watch him fucking cry nonstop mm. all day. I was like, this shit is just whack. <laughs> I hated it, honestly. The first time I watched it, I was like, this isn't a good movie. It's not a movie to watch. Mm. And then when I chilled out and watched it a second time, I was just like, it's still fucked up, but it's a it's a good film. And then my third and fourth time watching it was the time it was way after, maybe like it was this year, twenty twenty, the third and fourth time. Mm-hmm. And both of them were like, yeah, he knocked it out the park. I still don't like the scene where he kills dude in his home. That scene is nuts. Oh, dude, I love that scene. And I don't like the humor in it. It's corny. Oh, dude, I love that. that well, the I thing don't... is, is why it works for me is because that's some shit that the Joker would do. And yeah, that, and that's just... the Joker himself. That was that that scene was that. I was like, I, I fucking love that scene. Like he just got nah, It's that. not even. It's just the whoa. This yeah. This stool's gotta go. <laughs> it's been whistling all night. But the scene is whack because he's like that's like one of the first couple scenes where he doesn't have his meds. You know, mm-hmm. it's when he first starts tweaking without his meds, right? Mm-hmm. And he's the part I hate the most. He's painting his face and he paints his tongue. Oh, right? I fucking love that and shit. And I was just like, bruh, see, that's the moment. I was like, this guy is tweaking. This guy is tweaking. I don't like the scene because right after he does that, yeah, and he's like painting his hair green and he's whipping it around in the bathroom. It's going everywhere. I, like my skin was crawling. It was like peeling off. Yeah, and, and I was I, just like, and oh, I, God. And I think that was the point of that scene. I think it was to just... The blossoming, the transformation because think of it like this when yeah, people, he was getting ready for the show I know he was just getting ready for the show but it was so fucking creepy because the man was enjoying it because the man had already up to this point was planning out how it was going to go he was going to do this big performance he was going to be that joker person that he had um, I heard Murphy call him and then there was the gun and he had always been acting out like you know I'm going to oh, yeah, off that myself is weird. I'm going to off myself off but then when and he, he did gets it on the, the show, couch remember he, like, he faked like, it and he's like ah ha 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 and then he like acts like he didn't. He's like, I'm okay. So this, so at that oh, point, you already know like shit's going down, and it doesn't help that they're making the dude act do all this creepy weird ass shit. But he's on like cloud nine. He's feeling great. But I think that's the point of the Joker is that whenever he's doing the most sadistic or most fucked up or the most weirdest shit, he's on cloud nine, and we're supposed to be frightened of it because that's who the Joker is. Yeah. He does the most disturbing, fucked up shit to get under our skin, and he's laughing. He's literally laughing on the inside because he knows that there's nothing you can do to change him from doing that. So why did he kill the big dude? One, out of just respite, and two, because that guy had screwed him over in the job. Because remember when he was getting that phone call from uh, his boss? Mm-hmm. And how he had like dropped the gun in that um, uh, hospital? Mm-hmm. And how he had gotten that gun from the big dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he tried to explain to him that he got the gun from the big dude. Mm-hmm. But his boss wouldn't hear it. And when he was collecting his stuff the next day out of the thing, the big dude tried to deny, like, being involved with giving him the gun at all. And that just pissed um, Joker off even more. That's why he started beating the shit out of that yeah. um, uh, time clock. He, and... like, hates liars and shit. Yeah. Oh, it's a rough movie. And when he goes to the hospital the, before he suffocates his mom, mom, like, whoa, whoa. That scene before that is like, all right. It's gut-wrenching. Like, yeah, all right. That movie's it's a good movie, but it's not a good movie, if you know what I mean. Great quality film, but it's a really not a happy film. 
don't it's know. Not a, there's like maybe two moments in the entire film where you, f- your brain probably releases like endorphins. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. It's probably the only two scenes. Well, I mean, it's not meant to be a happy film. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I said, it's like a trip down the heart of darkness. Like you're literally walking in the shoes of people. I think it's jumped by the kids in the beginning. Like oh yeah, that's some man. I can't tell you. The whole you. movie's just trash. Man, I can't tell you how many times I've seen punk ass teenagers just want to fuck with people just for the sake uh, of fucking. I don't even want to talk about it. The things I've witnessed, I don't want to talk about. It's so <laughs> stupid. Some of the, you know, if Travis was here right now, he'd be like, "Yo, you don't even want to get me started." <laughs> no boy. Travis would just be like, "Fuck off." Bro, what other films? Like, we... All right, now, all right. After the Infinity War and all that, are we truly and truthfully looking forward to the rest of the MCU's films? I'm looking forward to... I don't know. What's the next step? Then I think that really comes down to it is what is the next step Do we even give a shit anymore? I think we do, but... Tony said Tony Stark is going to be coming back, but not in his present self because he's dead. It would be him coming back in a new movie that is taking place before he died. Nah, God, I hope not. I hope not. I, I, I don't need to go through that through that again. Let let Tony Stark rest. No bringing him back from the dead. No, none of that. I hate this stool. It's fucking trash. But nah, um, I don't know. It just really depends on what the guys at Marvel and what Kevin Feige wants to bring to the table with Phase 4 and 5. Because now that we've gotten like the big bad guy that was looming in the dark, you know the the Darth Vader of Marvel, Thanos, which they fucking nailed that out of the park. Josh Brolin deserves all credit for (laughs) pulling that fucking performance off. Like I never thought in a million years I would see another villain that could be on the same level as the Joker. That was nuts. And they brought it with Thanos. That was nuts. They fucking brought it. He dominated. He actually stole the show both films. I think so, yeah. He did. Still the show Especially in Infinity War. Man, halfway through the film, you're like, yeah, he's, I like this guy. Yeah, low key. <laughs> and even though he's going to like low-key. I was like, I mean, I feel him. It's like, this guy's going to cause mass genocide. He's but the I, coronavirus. But I, but I but, feel uh, you, man. <laughs> I can get behind this. If it means saving, saving the universe from itself, then let's do the most necessary evil thing possible. Fuck it. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's roll with it, Thanos. Let's do it. Did you see uh, DC's got a pretty pretty decent-looking lineup coming up, right? Let's see. Uh, they've got the new Batman film with Robert Pattinson in it. Let's see. they got see. one with The Rock? Uh, the new Shazam movie, yeah. Then don't they have... Uh, then they have the new Wonder, Wonder Woman Wonder 1984. Woman. They got that coming out this year. Uh, they got the Flash movie, which I think is going to be like a reboot of their DCEU. They're going to do the Flashpoint storyline. I like that. Which, I wonder how they're going to pull that off, because that comic and that story, like Flashpoint Paradox, that is some really heavy shit. And it really does do a lot, a lot of changes with like the DC universe. Because like when Flashpoint Paradox was created, it pretty much... like retconned all the old DC comics. And so then he's re- in his own realm? Well, think of it like this. The, the Flashpoint Paradox is a timeline where in which Barry Allen goes back to the past and stops his mother from being murdered exactly. that day. But in doing so, it completely changes the whole timeline of the current 
exactly. universe where Flash never got his powers. Exactly. And a lot of big things changed out. Like Probably one of the biggest things that I saw that changed out the most was that Batman was not Bruce Wayne. It was Thomas Wayne, his father. Instead of Thomas and Martha Wayne dying in the alley that night where he became Batman, it was Bruce who died. And his father became Batman and his mother ended up becoming the Joker. Why? Here's, what does that have to do with Barry Allen? Well, it just goes to show you how like everything changes because when Barry Allen goes back in time, everything as far as like events go, it completely changes the events and times. It changes everyone's backstory. It changes everyone's way of life. So Barry Allen's existence comes before Bruce Wayne's? That's a good question. I don't know. And I think a lot of it has to do with affecting the time. Because when he goes back to save his mom... Because I think Bruce Allen... I mean, not uh, Barry Allen and Bruce Wayne are about the same age. So essentially... Right? So, so pretty much... This is saying that in Flash, with his parents, or with his mom dead, right, mm. in that timeline, mm-hmm. he must have done something involving a specific criminal, involving a specific criminal and criminal, blah, 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 that led to something involving Bruce's decision to want to leave the theater to that person. Somehow killing them has some sort of connection whether he knows it or not to Barry Allen's decision he made as the Flash somewhere else where is it called Central City or whatever the fuck it's called yeah that's a pretty wild thing so essentially speaking at that time of all of that happening Mm -hmm. whether or not even if Barry was the Flash it could have been at any point in his life he did something without his parents right Mm -hmm. that led to some sort of connection through what is it what is it called how many degrees of separation I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the entire phrase. Whatever the fuck it is, but like, there's a law that like, it's like the fucking coronavirus. The way it spreads, it's like the the law of multiplication when it reaches like information things, and it's like the butterfly effect type stuff. Like mm-hmm. a ripple in time can change anything for anyone, you know mm-hmm. that type of thing. So essentially speaking, in that timeline where his mom is dead, he, Barry Allen, at one point in his life did something that affected Bruce Wayne's parents dying. Basically. Right. But not just Bruce Wayne's, but everybody's. Everybody's, yeah. Essentially everyone's. Well, yeah. Like in this new timeline, like in the new timeline in the uh, uh, Flashpoint Paradox. So that's a thing. Flashpoint Paradox, his mom's still alive? Yeah. How's he the Flash then? Well, he's not. That's the thing. When does he become the Flash? He becomes the Flash... Well, in the regular timeline, he becomes the Flash after his mom dies and all that shit. Right, but But when he's in the paradox, does he ever become Flash? He does, but he performs the same experiment that got him his powers to begin with. But in in this current, like, paradox timeline, since there was never a reason to become the Flash, or at least no, like, center point to get him to be like that, Mm -hmm. then he just never became it. And he gets uh, the Flashpoint Paradox timeline's Batman, Thomas Wayne, to help him get his powers. That's just, that's just, that's a thing. Yeah. How in-depth is that thing? Is it a thing thing? It's a thing thing. There's comics of this thing thing? Yeah, there's comics and, like, uh, their own DC animated movie. <sighs> Alright, I mean, I guess... That, that's why I said, like, this. if they're going to do that, it has to be done really fucking well because there's a lot of deep shit with this. 
Why don't they just take Barry Allen from the fucking show and put him in the movie? Because he's... Well, that's what I thought, too, because Grant Garrison was, like, really great in The Flash. He killed it. Like, my brother loves Grant Garrison as um, The Flash. He killed it. I don't know who the new one is. Maybe I'm not giving him his credit. Is he good? He's all right. Oh, man, see? He's like... See? It's like, have... uh, How do I put it? It's like if The Flash was very ADD and needed pills to, like, calm down every five seconds. That's basically what Ezra Miller's interpretation of Barry Allen is. Jeez. I mean, all right, whatever. I liked his little scene in uh, Batman vs. Superman when he was on the laptop. He's in the grocery store getting a drink, and then somebody's robbing the place, and he just, like, the door open. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. DC's pretty trash. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first thoughts literally is like DC's lucky trash Damn. remember when I first met you I was just like DC's not that bad and you're like meh I mean <laughs> I was like they're not that okay bad. in terms of like DC I was talking about the DCEU not like the Christopher Nolan Batman because that's still like my top tier of like one of the best trilogies of all time I yeah. still hold that in great regard yeah but because it's Batman and because you can get away with like a really good storytelling with Batman yeah because Batman's a complex That's incredible. character. That trilogy's incredible. I'm still waiting on for them to make a really good Superman movie. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Good luck. I'm really, like, low-key wishing that Warner Brothers would just make a good Superman movie. I feel like they're running out of chances because they're doing, they keep just keep doing it, and it's like, when are you going to do it right? Well, who would you want as Superman? It's like, what if, uh... Who would you want to play as Superman? I don't know. What if Ruffalo would have failed as the Hulk? Man, imagine what would happen if Edward Norton stayed as the Hulk. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. But that's the thing. I really liked Edward Norton's interpretation of the Hulk. But that movie was a, kind of... Um... But that's not a knock to Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is great as the Hulk, but I just I would like to just envision a timeline where Edward Norton never left as playing Bruce Banner in the MCU and just see how his interpretation of Bruce Banner would continue as the story went along. What if fucking Tony Stark was... Uh... What's the guy's name that played the Robert Downey Jr.? Jared Leto. What if he was Tony Stark? And what if, um, and what if, uh, <laughs> Steve Rogers was, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, God, no. And what fuck, if Spider Man was, um, Justin kid. Bieber? <laughs> just listing the worst possible people to play That's these characters. That's what that movie is. And um, Scarlett Johansson's character, she's uh Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow is um who's playing her? Cardi B. Oh fuck. Yeah, Cardi B will be Black Widow, and then um <laughs> Scarlet Witch, right? Mm-hmm. It would just be either Mary Kate or Ashley Olsen instead of Elizabeth. Oh god. <laughs> and then uh. <laughs> Who else we got left? Okay. Who else we got left? We, we got, got Thor. We got Thor. Thor would be... Um... Oh, man. <laughs> Roided out still Vester Stallone. Nah, it's too <laughs> cliche. It would have to be Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it would have to be Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan is Thor. Oh, God. And then... Just because of that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so trash. This movie sucks. And then... um. Who's left? Uh, let's see. There's Hawkeye. Hawkeye would be... Um, 
<laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'd turn Hawkeye kid. into Deadpool. Yeah, literally, Hawkeye would be Ryan Reynolds, yeah. An, insign- an insignificant, like, quote-unquote insignificant character. Oh, God. The one who gets slept on by the fans the most. It would be Reynolds, and he would make parody of it the entire movie. <laughs> and, um... Who else we got? What's, uh... We got Nick Fury. Nick Fury. <laughs> it would just remain Samuel L. Jackson. Legit. No, no. We gotta think of some, some dumbass to play. <laughs> it would be... Um... Get Shaq from back in the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, yeah, is Nick Fury. Facts. And then... Who else we got? Uh, the Winter Soldier. Let's just get Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is the Winter Soldier? That would be fire. He's got the hair and the that face. That kind of fits, too. That's fire. I like that one. And then, <laughs> that's so fucking ignorant. He's got so. the moves, too. What's... Um, <laughs> What's, what's, um, why am I, I'm fucking baked right now. I'm trying to, <laughs> do with the wings, man, guys. Do with the wings. Fly. Dude who played Papa Doc from 8 Mile. God, no, man. I'm not Anthony Mackie. I Anthony can't pull Mackie. that shit. I can't pull that shit. What's his name? It's his hero name. Uh, Falcon. Falcon. He who plays him is going to be, um, um, yeah, get, bring back a salty Terrence Howard. <laughs> Terrence, yes, yes, bro. Nah, that's 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 uh, what's his name? No, that's Don Cheadle. But no, seriously, Terrence Howard. Yeah, have that Terrence role Howard be Mackie. Yeah, that would be fire. <laughs> that, that's terrible. And then um, Ant Man would be um, <laughs> just get uh Johnny Depp. No, fuck no, dude. Nah, Matthew McConaughey is Ant-Man. No, get, um, uh, what's his name? Michael Sarah. That would be perfect. Just scrawny little fuck wide. Just say it like, hey, like, all right, guys, I'm going to get smaller. <laughs> oh, no, get Michael Sarah to be Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, jeez, he would be the most passive Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, everyone. <laughs> He's the most mellowed out Spider-Man. <laughs> Oh, that dude's a character. Oh, <laughs> well, that's it. But no, we'll keep Michael Sarah as Iron, but as uh, Ant Man. Do we but already have Hawkfield? Yeah, we got Hawkeye Field. Pause. What about War Machine? Because we already used Terrence War Howard Machine. for uh, Falcon. Okay, War Machine is um, Marshall Ali. He would be the only one at looking at the Damn, entire group. I don't, I don't know about that one because he's about to play Blade. He would look at everyone like, "What are you guys doing? Why is everyone so trash? You guys are the worst <laughs> team ever." And he'd be like, I'm taking this over. So I'm the fucking dude. man. Y'all acting like a bunch of fucking retards out here on the playset. No, I wouldn't be Marshall Ali. It would be, uh, you know who Michael Blackson is? No. He's a comedian, but he would be War Machine. Without a doubt. No, get um, uh, get um, uh, Andre 3000 to play War Machine. <laughs> Andre, have you seen his movie where he played as Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, I did. He did a really good job, right? I did. That was a good one. That was a good one. He kind of looked like him, right? Oh, yeah. It's kind of bugged out. <laughs> bugged out. Roided out. Just like... Looking like he'd taken one too many hits from the pipe. Bro, what time is it? Ooh. I feel like I've been doing the last hour of this podcast with my eyes closed. It's 12.15. We're on an hour and 45. Yeah. You want to go to two hours or do you want to cut it? It's up to you. You know what? You can keep talking if you want to. Let's finish up the two hours and, and, then we'll, and then we'll call it a night. Let's fucking do this. I'm going to get some orange juice. Go for it, my man. Are you, you want some orange juice? 
Uh, nah, I'm good. Jesus, I'm this. You care if I uh, finish the smoke? Finish the smoke. Kill that shit. <clears throat> you feeling good? Do you think that um, if I don't pause that or didn't pause that, because I don't know if I'm gonna like cut that out. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if I don't cut that out? Phil would have not have would have would have turned off like not have listened yeah they probably would have been like what the fuck's going on no I think that if somebody's this far into the podcast and it cut off that long I think they stayed you think so it was probably what a minute yeah about a minute and a half I bet they stayed alright we'll keep it I'm gonna keep it alright we'll do that yeah I'm probably gonna delete it that's cool probably gonna keep it probably gonna delete it so we got the superheroes what are we gonna do about the villains Oh, okay, name them. Uh, let's go. F- you don't f- want me to do this. Let's go with the first one. Let's go with. My blood. Let's go with a uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of some dipshit. You know, what? I'm gonna go with the big bad himself, Thanos. Who are we gonna get to replace Josh Brolin? Brock Lesnar. Oh God. <laughs> are you serious? Yep, Brock Lesnar. This is a WWE fuckboy. Yep, just Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Turn up as Thanos. Yep. Jesus. Facts. No, you know what? Facts. You know what? Get John Cena to play. Yeah, yeah right. Why not? Why not? Why not double down? Because he's because he's got the acting chops double down, too. Yeah, John Cena, Thanos, facts. Walking in there like <laughs> just waving in front of me, like with his infinity gauntlet. You can't fucking see me. What's uh, let's see. Uh, who else we got? Uh, shit. Killmonger. Killmonger would be Nick Cannon. Really? Yep. Really, Nick Cannon. Yep. Uh, fill, fill me in on that. Why do you think Nick Cannon would? would feel that because he's uh for no more reason than john cena as thanos and um whoever the fuck we said as ryan reynolds as hawkeye and any of that mm-hmm. i feel like he would just play the role very shitty mm. fit perfect in this movie mm. I'm trying to think some big time black actors that would play uh killmonger but terribly, you have to be. T- have to it has to be like a terrible. Oh, I th- a terribly Mar- perfect fit. Marlon Wayans. The autumn. Yeah, the ultimate. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Just running the around, ultimate, just screaming his head off. The ultimate like, parody. Ah! The ultimate parody of the character. It's like the uh, swipe or no swiping. <laughs> it's like just walk. Picture him walking out with character. a do rag and all tats and shit like that. Marlon Wayans. Talking about he's from the streets when he's really from, he's not even from Oakland or Compton. Fuckers from the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Let's see who else. 
Ooh, Hela from Thor. She would be uh... Demi Lovato. Yes, bro. <laughs> wow, yo, yeah. I don't. I don't think anybody I would have said would have been. Because she's already sister. laced the fuck out as it is. All right, Jesus Christ. I mean, think about it. She literally looks like she's like done a line of coke before she like does anything. Who else? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, fuck. I'm trying to think of some good villains. Ultron. It's a fucking robot, dude. What yeah, but he was say? voiced by uh, David Spader. Man, he he has a voice. David so... Spade? Uh, not David Spade, but uh, James Spader. Who the fuck is James Spader? He's like one of the best actors you can think of. I don't know who the fuck's gonna voice a robot. Probably a uh, fucking. Um... Get Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> Get Seth MacFarlane to voice a robot. He would kill it. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman Morgan, is Ultra. Morgan Freeman is Ultra. Let's take it there. I am the voice of God, and I am here to bring fear to you, That would Mr. be Stock. scary. That would be very scary. That's a little too confident for me. And a little too <laughs> passive as well. Why you what say you're that? saying is really heavy, but you're saying it really calmly. That's kind of scary. He has a really soothing voice. If he's out here making death threats that are like... Ultron's death threats were really, like, not fuck. cryptic, but they are very, like, direct. Like, on the nose. Like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Like, there is no man in charge. Let's talk business. Yeah, he would say shit like that. He was like... I'd be like, if Morgan Freeman said that, I'd be like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> you would, bro. This dude's about to fuck shit up. That sounded up. a little way too, way too calm. <laughs> way too calm. <laughs> Damn, I'm trying to think of some really big Tom villains. Who do you think would play Vulture? Who the fuck's Vulture? The one from Iron Man? No, no, the one oh, from, from uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. From Spider-Man. Oh, uh, Bruce Willis. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Just walk him in there like facts. he's from Die Hard. Facts. Bruce Willis. With... Bruce Willis. No, no, no. I got a better one. Who's the dude that played Snape in Harry Potter? <laughs> oh, yeah. That dude would be a good Vulture, too. I don't know his name, but yeah. He looks dude, like, like a fucking Vulture. Creepy as fuck. He literally looks like a bird. Dude literally walked, looked like he walked out of like Edgar Allan Poe's yeah. house. Just yes. Like... <laughs> literally, he's a raven. That's what he looks like. That's what he looks like. <laughs> it's like he got his, all his shit from Hot Topic. Nevermore, nevermore. <laughs> fucking Vulcan, Vulture. Vulture, look at that. Yes, bro. He's got the nose for it, too. The Joker. The Dark Knight Joker. Oh, somebody else to replace Heath Ledger? Yep. Oh, shit. You know what? Fuck it. Let's get Jared Leto to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> give, him his, give him his opportunity that he truly wants. The one that everyone knows he wants. Deep down inside, he He's like, he's bad because he didn't get to do shit in that movie. Yo, but if just he could have like honestly, boy. if this movie happened and Leto had that role, he would slaughter it. They probably would if they if they gave him the same exact thing no no silver teeth no tattoos no all that if tattoos they gave him shit. that exact role to, oh, he would oh he'd fucking slay he except would slay. now he's gonna play a vampire no nah, they dude oh if he had the chance bro he would slaughter it I think he would do it better than Heath Ledger too that's just my personal opinion you think Jared Leto's that good of an actor yeah and I think he he's that. Because I know he's a talented artist, because I really like nah, his uh, band, 30 Seconds to Mars. He wasn't bad in his job in Suicide Squad. He wasn't bad. It's just he got fucked with no screen time and a bad script, literally. A bad movie. And a bad look. And that, a bad that's look. The, that's the worst but looking Joker I've ever seen. as far as him being the Joker, he wasn't that bad. If he if he just had more time to, like... I feel like it just was poorly structured. If somebody 
even on the scenes where that are bad, if somebody's just like, nah, that's not what we're looking for, give us some, give us more of like the right sound, like heat, bro. Well, that's the thing; they got the wrong glimpses. director for that movie. Yeah, I think. he had glimpses where I was just like, yo, he can do it. Mm-hmm. He's definitely weird enough, and he's definitely creepy not enough afraid, too. Yeah, not afraid to like dive into that like weird shit. Truly, like turn himself into a psychopath for a little bit, you know? Because I mean, if fuck, if Joaquin can do it, then surely Jared Leto can. Jared Leto's already weird as fuck as it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. I don't know. All right, so what, what about Joaquin's Joker? Who would you have take that? Oh, God. <laughs> Robin Williams? Nah, just a, a younger Joe Robin Pesci. Robin Williams would have slaughtered that. <laughs> right? Just bring him in from Goodwill Hunting and Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Bro, he would have slaughtered that role. Yeah, Robin Williams would have slaughtered the Joker role. So, I mean, he's, he's passed the fuck out as a uh, genie. Call me crazy, man. I don't know. Well, who else? What are the villains out there? Let's see. Uh, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor would be Bruce Willis again. Nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, nah um, I got a better one for you. Jeff Bezos? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that noise. Uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. Oh, my God. He would kill that. Damn, you're you're killing it right now. Like, dude, think about it. He would do. Like, he would, seriously, yeah. Brian Cranston literally looked like Lex Luthor in the last two seasons of Breaking Bad. Damn, that's a good one, bro. You're smoking me right now. Like, I would love to see Brian Cranston play. Wait, Lex are we Luthor. doing good ones now or bad ones? We can do good or bad. All right. So, so there's your good one for Lex Luthor. Who would your bad one be? <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, I got a better one for you. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. No. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, my jeez. That's like a double entendre because with Jesse Eisenhower, is yeah, his name? Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg, he played um, Mark Zuckerberg. He did. That's a good movie. I like that movie. It was a good movie. He's a dick, that movie. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Did you say, is it possible that you could not be giving me your attention right now? And he was like staring outside. He's like, it's raining. And he's like, do I have any of your attention right now? It's like you he's have like, less you than have a percent. The, yeah, he's like, you have percent. the minimal amount of attention I can possibly give you. Man, who are those fuck boys in that movie? Like the two rich the twins. The Winklevoss twins? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were... They were Winklevoss. It just sounds like some creepy-ass <laughs> yeah. white people name. Like, it's like, doc, like uh, Dr. Seuss fucking the Grinch. <laughs> he's a Winklevoss. Thing down at the one and thing there. two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah. They're living and at the their father's the uh, the cat in the hat just like just voided out. Winklevoss twins, and fucking what's his name? Peter Parker. What was his name? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Man, he got the ass into the deal with those two Spider-Man movies. I didn't watch either of them. Should I? You can watch the first one because I really enjoyed the first one, but the second one was trash. All right, I don't know if I watch it. He's not better than Young Tom. Tom Holland. Yeah, he's he's beast mode. What about Tobey Maguire? He set the standard, and he had a good he had a good run. But one of his films, I say it all the time. I'm not gonna want to bash it all the time, but it was pretty trash. But the other the other two were not bad. Man, Spider Man Two will just go down in history as being like one of the best superhero movies yeah, ever. Facts. Like, I don't think anybody can facts. ever like top it other than like the Dark Knight and Logan. Dark Knight does, and Logan. Oh wow, you're just oh, like dude. Goodness. I think I like. Uh, you know what? All right. I'm gonna all say. Right, I'm gonna right, say right, it right, right now. Right. I'm gonna say it right now. I think Logan is the number one superhero movie ever made. That's a nice. That's I don't even want to call it a hot take, but that's a good take. 
but I don't agree with it. No, but. that's fine. And I'm putting Dark Knight at number two and Joker. Think about in, what you're saying right and, now. And Joker in third. Think about what you are saying. No, right no, now. I, I'm completely, I'm completely know exactly what I'm saying. I really love Logan. I really love the Dark Knight, and I really love Joker. And you know why? Because they're superhero movies disguised as other films. Logan is a modern western. The Dark Knight is an awesome crime drama. And the Joker is an awesome psychological thriller. Or at least Joker is an awesome psychological thriller. Yeah. But they all deal with superheroes or supervillains. Okay. But I think the most enjoyable superhero movie I've ever watched has to be Infinity War. Alright, Stella, you're, you're out. You're doing too much. She has destroyed the carpet. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to my guns on that one. I do think that uh, Logan is probably my favorite superhero movie of all time, hands down. And for the longest time, I never thought that a movie could reach that level because at one point or another, until that point, I always thought The Dark Knight was like the best movie ever made as far as superhero movies goes. But then I watched Logan, I was like. Oh wow, this is so much better. It didn't hit me like that. Really? Mmm. Yep. Alright, fine. You want to be bad or you're going to sit on my lap? Because Charlie's not being bad anymore. But you want to be? So now you got to sit here. Mama needs attention. Deal with it. <laughs> She's being fucking annoying. She's like, why don't you spend time with me? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. She's like your girlfriend. It's like, I need my Christian time. I need my you time. I can't put Logan above The Dark Knight, bro. That's fine. That's fine. Can't do it. Because I know that The Dark Knight holds like a really special place in your heart. But I think that's the same with me with Logan. And I think that really just depends on like who you are as a person. But also like what movie resonates probably the most with you on a very like deep level and I really think that Logan really nailed that for me you gotta go (laughs) (sighs) no number one's Dark Knight get out Number one's Dark Knight. Number two is Number Two is The Fantastic Four. <laughs> now number two is The Avengers. Really? Really? Yes, I just went through it all in my head, and that's the one that's, I appreciate the second most out of all of them. That's interesting. And that's not a bullshit answer. I just no, no, no. That's that's totally fine. That's really interesting. I never thought. I never really think of that. Wow. I like that movie a lot. It's pretty dope. Mm. And I like the um, just like the storyline. I like the Hulk falling from the sky. I like um, Tony and Cap arguing. I like the little one lines. Billionaire, philanthropist, playboy. Is that oh, how he yeah. says it? Yep. 
Genius right. billionaire playboy philanthropist. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I just... Well, the thing is that they're arguing over, like, you know, like, their place as, like, who they are as people. Because mm-hmm. Cap grew up in the World War II generation, mm-hmm. and it's just now coming to, and he sees people like Tony Stark. Well, funny thing is, is that he met his father during the Second World yep. War. They were best friends, so That's I'm when probably... when they went back in time, bro. That was a... Oh, my God. That was dope. So, so imagine what's going through Cap's mind when he's meeting his best friend's son in the present day and he's not showing any of the traits that his father did that probably pissed Cap off the most when he first met is that you are nothing like but your man, father I don't give a fuck Tony's the goat Tony's the goat Tony's the goat the goat the goat but that also plays back in the Tony because Tony Iron Man's <sighs> the greatest character of all time Tony really hated Captain America for how much of a symbol he was to his own father because Howard would like talk all the time of how like Tony should be like Steve or at least emulate what Steve was as a person and Tony was always just like dude get the fuck off my case I'm not gonna be Steve Rogers and I never will be because at the time Steve Rogers was dead or on ice yeah <laughs> basically uh, so when Tony meets him and they're like about the same age are they the same age? no well physically yeah well ish Tony's older? ish Tony would be, let's see, Steve would be in his mid-20s at that point. So, and Tony's like late 30s, early 40s? Yeah, he's pushing 40 at that point, because he was born in 1970. Yeah, so he's 50. So he would 45 be... 45 So the Avengers, timeline. well, the Avengers took place in 2012, so he would be 42 years old. So, yeah, physically, Tony's older, but chronologically, Cap is older, technically. Way older. It's technically way older. But, 40 years older. Yeah, but Cap is more like someone in their like mid-20s or late-20s. 50 years older, probably. Well. But yeah, no, Avengers was dope. I'm not going to lie, that was a really good movie. I didn't think anybody would be able to pull that type of a movie off. Yeah, I'm going Dark Knight, Avengers, and then at 3, I am going... You got to get out. Bro, at this point, do I even yell at the cats anymore? Should I? Is it worth it? <laughs> nah. Just let them make their little background noise and have their fucking presence on my shitty podcast. <laughs> Fuck it up even more, guys. Cool. <laughs> I'm with it. Why not? Let's dig it. Authenticity. It's fucking garbage. It's the real world, people. Yeah, but number one, Dark Knight. Number two, Avengers. Number three. Civil War. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because Civil War is in my top five. Civil War? Civil War would be actually be number five for me. Civil War is in my three, and then number four is Black Panther. I have to... Black Panther's MC number is killing this, but yeah. Uh, then Black Panther number four. Mm. That's a good one. And then um, number five... would have to be <laughs> Infinity War interesting interesting mm-hmm. oh wait I didn't pick my number four uh, what would my number four be uh, who's your number one my number one was Logan. Logan number two is Dark Knight number two is Dark Knight number, number three? three is Joker Joker and I said five was Civil War five was Civil War fourth you know what I'm gonna give it to X-Men Days of Future Past 
I thought that was a really dope movie. And I thought it did the same thing for me that... Is that the older one from, like, the mid-2000s? No, that one was from uh, 2014. Okay. Because how I felt about Days of Future Past was that it was the culmination of everything that all the old X-Men movies had made coming together as one. So I always thought of, like, Days of Future Past as, like, the X-Men version of, like, Infinity War and Endgame. And, like, Logan was, like, the swan song Are they, like, in a... Is, are there universes connected in any way? The X-Men movies? Yeah, to the uh, MCU? No, they're all separate. They're all Marvel possible? property, but because... Is there any, any crossovers at all? No. but <laughs> Well, the reason for that is because uh, Fox owns the film rights, mm -hmm. so those films don't connect to the main Marvel uh, MCU universe. Yeah. But now that Marvel has gotten the rights back because Disney just bought out Fox, which is like a huge fucking thing, now they're ready to pull the X-Men and bring them in either to Marvel Phase 4 or 5. I don't know which. Wow. But yeah, almost all of like MCU property is like Marvel okay. property is back in Marvel's So if hands. you can merge all like all of the uh, superhero DC and Marvel, right? Mm -hmm. Are there any other ones? Uh, Well, there's um uh, Dark Horse Comics. What's that? Dark Horse Comics was a comic series that ran back in the 80s and 90s, and they did more, like, darker stuff like uh, Spawn and shit like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, add them as well. What type of movie would you like to see? Oh, that's... that's... And you can only have... Like, you, you can't overdose on characters, but give me a, give me a good little movie. That's, that's tough. But you know what? I'm going to take one with just all of Marvel mostly because mm -hmm. that's what's going on right now mm -hmm. I would like a modern another modern Civil War Marvel story but take it from the old 2006 comic and actually make it into a war I would love to see that so just Marvel well just with Marvel with that one as for DC what if you did Marvel vs DC Marvel vs. Oh, that would be tough. Marvel vs. DC Civil War. Oh, boy, that would be tough. I don't know how you'd be able to do it because you'd be mixing and matching so many different characters with, like, so different power levels and, like, rules that follow each of their own specific, like, universes. Because DC and Marvel have, like, their own, like, laws and how they apply, like, superpowers and all the cosmic shit, right? That it's so... What if you started as a TV series intended to go seven seasons? Oh boy, I think that could work. That would be pretty dope. <laughs> but I feel lie. like it would have to if be. If it was a Marvel vs. DC TV show that was seven seasons and it was hard, like dope. Like like uh, Game of Thrones. Give you a time, yeah. Give you a chance to like open up to each character with a good amount of time. Oh yeah, that would be dope. Each, each click, each set. I feel like it would go in the direction that Marvel vs. Capcom have for like their games. It would be nuts. Because I feel like it would Yo, be like that. Gotham, the show. How do you feel about that show? I don't like it. What? It's corny as fuck. It is corny, but I love it. I hate it. Why? I just never corny? got into it. I never bought into any of the characters, and I didn't like the universe. It just felt it felt too on the nose for me. So it, how do you feel about the other characters in The Flash? That's a good question, because <laughs> The Flash is a very lighter-toned show. Yeah. But it's Gotham able, is very dark. But how do you not like it, though? 
Well, because they because Gotham feels very childish. It's like that emo kid or that goth kid that's trying to act edgy and yeah, trying to be much. cool too much. Yeah, true. While but he's like a teenager. He's like twelve. Well, not just the Bruce Wayne character, but also all the other characters. Like this whole crazy plotline of creating the Joker, but he's not the Joker. Yeah, that's weird. What the fuck's that about? And then there's like. Uh, Riddler working with the Gotham City Police Department. Yeah, what the fuck's that about? And then there's James Gordon dealing with this psycho murderer wife. Yeah, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> Why do I like this show? Am I just attached emotionally? I gotta get rid of this show. That shit sucks. What the fuck? Yeah, no. Although I will say I would fuck the shit out of Jada Pickett Smith. She's fine Jeez, as fuck. I... She's fine as fuck. Yeah, wow. She does look really nice in that show. But, um, She's fun as fuck. I'd fuck the shit out of her. All right. Sorry, Will. <laughs> That's how you really feel. But no, I don't like Gotham, but I do love Flash, though. And I think it goes back to my analogy where Gotham is like the emo kid at school that's just trying too hard. How do you feel about Luke Cage? That's a tough one because I really love Daredevil. Oh, boy. And I love Punisher, and I love Jessica Jones. I don't like Iron Fist. I think Iron Fist is trash. Okay, I can agree with everything you're saying, but you don't like Luke Cage, is what you're saying. You're saying no, 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 I never said I didn't up. like Luke Cage. Warm me up just to say you don't Whoa, like Luke hold Cage. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I, didn't say I, didn't, I didn't say I didn't like Luke Cage. I loved him in Jessica Jones, and I think, uh, God, Mike Coulter is, a, is the perfect acting choice for uh, Luke Cage. I just didn't get into it as much as I did with Daredevil or Punisher or Jessica Jones. Why? But but that being so said, dope. but that being said, I don't think it's trash. It's in dope. fact, I don't even think it's bad. I think it's good. I just never got into it the same way that I saw Daredevil or the Punisher or Jessica Jones. But with that being said, I'm no way am I going to put it on the same tier as like um, Iron Fist because that shit was trash, man. I fucking hated Iron Fist. And even when they tried to bring them together as the defenders, I'm like, why are you here? Why are you here? You not going like, to lie. You are the weakest link of these four. I watched Daredevil for about two seasons. Mm-hmm. And then I watched, uh, what's her name? Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. I watched hers for maybe half a season. And then uh, Iron Fist. I didn't watch it all. Luke Cage, I watched all of it. And um, who else is left? Uh, Punisher. Punisher, I watched like an episode or two. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't care enough. <laughs> Did not care enough at all. I will tell you what, though. I do like Luke Cage as a character. And I do like what he represents as a form of looking at African-American culture here in the United States. Because I find it very interesting that he does like does not like being termed the word nigga. Mm-hmm. He does not like being called that, and he refuses to be called that. And you know what I find really interesting is that I actually agree with that statement really a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that that term is used as more of like a more, like, you know, friendly vibe within the black community itself. Well, first of all, Richard, mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about that word without a black person on the mic right now. Ah, uh, I gotcha. So I just can't talk about it. Okay, that's cool. That's we cool. have no ground to stand on right now. So. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. But I do like what they did with Luke Cage as a character, and I do think that his outlook on life 
I think it's a very positive one, and I do, th- in a lot of ways, agree with his outlook on life as far as like. Yeah, he does kind of play that role really well, though. Mm-hmm. That uh, uplifting role. Mm-hmm. He's a beast too. Oh yeah, he's strong as fuck. Dude can take a punch and he gets keep his ass going. whooped a lot in the uh, second season. First season too, near the end. Second season gets his ass whooped. Well, he was on top of the world in the f- second season, and then he meets the one guy that can like knock his ass out, and then he's just like, "What?" What was that guy's name? Oh shit, I forgot. A Jamaican dude. Yeah. Beast looking dude. Yeah. Dude looks like he's just like swole as fuck. For real. Where are we at? Two thirteen. I'm calling it, bro. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm tired as fuck. This is episode eight. I think. Another two other episodes. What the fuck is going to sleep? Peace.